in five, four, three, two, one. Flute solo. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Tony Talks Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything we want. And, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been a couple of rough weeks for everybody, you know. You know, it feels like shit's just hitting the fan everywhere, but, you know, I'm still here uploading weekly. Not weekly. I guess I missed the last two weeks, but I've, I've been uploading as fast as I can, and uh, I've been bringing on new guests. Speaking of new guests, um, we got a new guest on today's episode. Um, I'm here joined by uh, by my friend Sanjay, and uh, <laughs> he's here to talk about stuff. So uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Okay. Um, hi, I'm Sanjay. Um, I'm Tony's friend of, like... What are we at? Eight years now, I want to say. Yeah, it's about eight years. Seven, eight years. Yeah, something like that. We go back. Um, we go back. We go back. I like. I'd like to think of Tony as my my former protege. Um, yes. And we, uh, we had a lot of fun uh, uh, running some dictatorships in the past, but that's a story. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Those are the good days. Um, but yeah. So I'm I'm a college student. I I guess you guys say university. So university student in. Uh, in America, I go to Georgetown, DC. Um, what do you do, though? <laughs> like, that's, 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 like, what, what do you what do you do? That's like, what's your what's your specialization? You know? Yeah. So, I mean, so Georgetown is really well known for its like government stuff, and so I'm my major is government, and I'm I'm getting like a minor in history and psychology, but but um, out see it's, it's, it's weird outside of the classroom, I'm doing very distinctly like business stuff so i work for the um i work for one of the investment funds one of the student investment funds at georgetown um and i mainly do like the financial services sector so um like i like basically we decide like we have money and we need we invest it in in stuff so Um, are you planning on working for the illuminati or the uh you know the military complex I'm at, I'm thinking Illuminati. I mean, they have really good uh, healthcare benefits, so yeah, I think I, I, I might might go for them. But um, yeah. So so there's and then I do other stuff on campus. I, I'm I'm I sit on the board of the bipartisan uh, coalition in Georgetown, and I'm gonna be joining. I'm gonna write a finance column for one of the publications in the fall, and I'm just joining a bunch of other stuff. Um, so to so, explain. So to explain um, what he uh, what he's saying in a bunch of small words, he's uh, he's studying how to be the Wolf of Wall Street, basically. <laughs> I know. To... <laughs> I'm doing. I am doing that in part. I mean, I I'm totally okay with that. Totally okay with that description. So see, so yeah, you know, this is this is this is if you if you, any questions in economics, I'm I'm sure he is somewhat qualified to answer. But I'm going to be I'm going to say this now, warning to anybody who listens to this podcast. I I specifically me am not qualified to talk about most things. So my opinion is exactly an opinion. There is no science or facts backing them up. Yeah, That's neither neither am I. I'm not like I'm not you know I'm not like an economist or anything. I'm not qualified to like like tell you exactly what's going to happen. But I I probably know something. So what are your hobbies? Well, um, so I actually just got into, I actually just got into uh, trading stocks. So that's not a hobby. That's a job. <laughs> tell me, tell me, what, what <laughs> no, it's, it's a hobby because it's just, it's just fun. I mean, it's like, I, it's, it's honest. Cause I do. It's not a hobby. So what is it? Golf, basketball, <laughs> I don't know, video games. I did play golf for two years at, um, in 
high school. Um, and like, yeah. Tiger Woods? No, not I wasn't good. I wasn't like really good or anything. Oh, um, so you were like, uh, you were like uh, Catwoods level. You weren't. You weren't. Yeah, in the that's Tiger probably League. that's probably right. That's probably right. But no. um, that's good. It's, it's good to know. It's good to know that uh, if, if if I need to find somebody who can handle a nine iron and swing it really hard, <laughs> you're, you're the man. <laughs> I Tony, I am not good at golf. Do like do if you if we play well, I don't know if you actually know how to play golf, but but I imagine you. No, can no, no, no. My my specialty is the miniature version of it. Oh, great! I, okay, great. I'm a miniature golf man. I I, I appreciate and I uh, and I follow the sport very vividly. Okay. Okay. I find it very yeah. <laughs> me using all these big words. What I'm trying to say is that yes, mini golf is my thing, um, but that's pretty much my my only uh, preferred preferred. Uh, uh, what was it called? Okay, tool using sport. I don't know. What do you call sport? <laughs> you use like tools. Like, like most sports, you just use your your body and a ball. But like, what do you what do you mm. call sport? You use like like you know <laughs> weaponry. <laughs> I have weaponry. no idea. I have no idea. That's golf ball. Like golf, you know. Like yeah, I, I guess hockey or... would fall into this. Lacrosse hockey. would fall into this. Um, I also like... played lacrosse. Um, okay, so as somebody who plays lacrosse, explain to me like. What the hell is lacrosse, and how do you win? <laughs> I, I, uh, okay, I'm gonna tell you, I, I played it for like, I, so it's weird. I played it my freshman year of high school. Um, I did it, I basically just did the, I've never played lacrosse. Yeah. Did the, I worked out with the team, so I just did the exercises and went to the gym with the team for the whole year. Like, because the season is in the spring, so I went in the fall and winter with the team. And then, um, I, I started playing for like two weeks. I was a defender and I quit immediately because they wanted me to be there. They wanted me to be there uh, like from three to seven every day and like all day Saturday. And I was like, dude, there's no way I'm doing that. So, so Yo, I just had like, to leave it. So I don't I'm actually have the most experience of lacrosse. Can I, can I be honest? Uh, as somebody who doesn't play lacrosse, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, lacrosse is not one of those sports that like like you know you should uh like that should require that much like um dedication especially if you think about it like at, at best if you do really well in lacrosse you'll get to go to the lacrosse world championships that's like shown on SPN sports at 3 a.m in the morning when no one's watching <laughs> no yeah well, that, that's sort of true but also so one of the guys in I think this is right. Yeah, one of the guys at Georgetown now who also went to my so I went to Georgetown prep. So there's a lot of us at Georgetown, and one of the guys was a recruit for lacrosse. He was like really, he was really good, mm-hmm. and um, so you can get recruited into elite colleges. Oh, so just... so what you're saying is that the, the, the so 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 what you're telling me is that lacrosse is only good for uh, a free scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's basically what I'm telling you. Like in high school, basically, unless if so, you okay, the sport is good if you enjoy it, but it's also good if you're good enough to be a recruit, it's huge. But the thing is, like, if you're if you're just below that, if you're like not quite good enough to be a recruit, but you're spending as much time on it as like you know, as someone who's at that level, you're just wasting your time. Like, it's it's probably a bad idea. How much, so, how much do you if you if there was like a, a level if there was if there was like a point system to find out how like if there was like a like an index you know to find out how much a activity is worth like like when 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 thinking about like you know applying to colleges and like if how, how appealing it looks to them 
Like, what would you, what would yeah. you, know, what would you put lacrosse like in like the scholarship index? I have no idea. That's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't think you can get a scholarship. But lacrosse, I think, I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can get a scholarship. Even being a recruit, I don't think you get. I think you still have to pay. You just get in. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know, I actually don't know. I was gonna get in if you if you play lacrosse. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe. So another friend of mine who also goes to Georgetown, he um, was really good at lacrosse. You know, we entered the, the team at the same time and he stuck with it. Um, and he, well, I mean, he's just a really good student anyway. So I don't know how much it helped him, but you know, like he got in every, I think everywhere he wanted to go. And, so, and like I said, not to roast anybody that plays lacrosse, but like, how do you get into lacrosse? You know what I mean? Like, what are you like? Are you like? Are you like? Uh, like cleaning the pool one day, you know? And uh, you try. You're trying to get the. You're trying to get the football that you left that went to the bottom of the pool, and then you like you pick it up with the net with the pool net, you know? And uh, once you bring it up, you're like, and you throw it out of the thing. You're like, huh, this is actually pretty fun. I'll make a sport out of this. No, I think they. No, I think they literally got it from. I think some Native American tribes is where lacrosse is from, but but where I came into it is. It's just sort of like everyone had prep played lacrosse. Not everyone, but a lot of people did. And I don't know if you've heard this, but do you know what a lax bro is? Like, that's... Bro, I would assume, using word context. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of like, it's just like the, this kind of stereotype of the, of the lacrosse player who's like, like just this annoying dude who like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. They're just like spoiled kids who just are idiots, but I don't know. They go to like their richie private schools, and they, you know, I'm, they're, I'm, but they're like I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm. A, I've never. They're like frat bros, kind of. They're like frat bros. But, I'm. I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you. I think it's very hard to be frat and, and play lacrosse. I'm going like not to like I said. I'm not trying to dog on anyone. To that's exactly who it, it. It the the group overlaps like 100. percent Like it, basically, every, yeah, know, bro. Everyone. Let's go grab some nets and like you know throw a ball around. You know, <laughs> let's go play some lacrosse. <laughs> that's exactly what they do. Like, <laughs> let's go grab. You think I'm lying? That's exactly how it works. Actually, really, it's more like because it's it's less college, so it's really like the lax bro forms in high school and then he becomes a frat bro. Bro, like that's really how it goes. Imagine like you get cut into a confrontation with one of these guys instead of like asking you to fight. Like, oh, let's get in a fight, brother! Like, grab your stick, bro. We're gonna play some cross one v one me in lacrosse, bro. Can you one v one somebody in lacrosse? Is that possible? Is that a thing? No, it's not a thing, <laughs> as far as I know. Again, I don't know anything. I played for two weeks. I just, I have not, I don't care about the sport. Like, I haven't interacted with it for five years now. So, four years? Five years? Five years. But then again, so, but then again, I think I'm just being salty because, like, some of these people get, like, scholarships from, like, uh, not scholarships, they get, they get, these people get sponsored by, like, Gatorade and Sprite for, you know, for, for playing lacrosse. And then, like... <laughs> you know that's I mean? so stupid no it's, it's not so stupid. stupid it's not stupid but like you know, you know what so i mean stupid. like and here i am sitting at home recording this like you know recording this podcast you know that funny <laughs> viewers and i'm here roasting tony you're <laughs> killing in this podcast come on i don't know but i'm just saying like these people are making like thousands of dollars after like you know sports like you know sponsorship playing lacrosse and, I, and i'm here like you know with my, <laughs> with my with my 20 viewer podcast i'm just saying i, I have no right to, to be fair i have no i don't know a single person who's who's sponsored by anything in any sport so i don't know oh do you, do you know any college football well, not college football, uh, high school and college football players i can say they probably have some sponsors I mean, maybe there's football? 
No, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we don't have our football team is kind of mech. Or like we have a basketball team that's very famous, but um, I don't know that. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know that our football team is like anything. So, yeah, like. So yeah, but yeah, you know, I mean, for me, for me, it's like, um, for me, it's like, uh, if, um, I, for, for me, it's like, uh, I feel like sports when it comes to just sports in general. You know, I can't really talk, like I said, I can't really talk trash, you know, as, as someone who, who, you know, who's here, like, you know, just doing a podcast with these people out there, you know, getting sponsors and stuff for like Sprite and, and you know, Sprite Cranberry and the Sprite Lemon. And uh, is there a Sprite Lemon? Because I thought Sprite is already lemon flavored. So I don't think, maybe. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Because, you know, the one thing I do, you know, the one thing I do like about America is like, you know, how they have those like giant like Coca-Cola machines that you can pick out like 17 different flavors, you know? Yeah. And then like, and then like, there's like. There's only like five flavors of Sprite, as far as I know. You got Sprite cranberry, Sprite blueberry. You know, they got some other flavors. But you know what is the best soft serve drink? I got. Yeah. What is it? It has to be like no bar, like no, like like you know, no contest. No, not Sprite. But I'm gonna say it. soft drink in general. Coke, vanilla Coca Cola. I don't think I've had it. Yeah. No, I don't know. I will say this. Like over, over the last like year i sort of stopped like i don't know like i mean i drink soda like a little bit but like it's just gotten so much more like soda for me is just a mixer oh we're almost reaching the time for the commercial break uh we're gonna take a, a quick break um uh <clears throat> sanji will be back for uh for for the part two uh but we're just gonna take a quick break uh you know stretch our legs and uh you know go go you know be ready for the next part because the next part is probably gonna get into some very serious conversation because <laughs> i do have some rebuttals and some things that i wanted to bring up um sure about the things you said so we're gonna, we're gonna go on a quick break and we'll be right back so uh stay tuned That's life, that's life, that's what all the people say. You're flying high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change my tune when everything comes along in June. I, I'm pretty sure that's not, those are not the lyrics. Oh, wait, <laughs> oh, wait we're back. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the commercial break. Um, yeah, uh, we're back from uh, the commercial break. Um, yeah, you know, I actually I always wondered. Uh, you guys write in the comments when I when I like uh, my uh, my post. You know, uh, when I post the, the advertisement for this one, like write what you guys do during my commercial breaks because like I have these commercial breaks, but I don't even know if people actually take like a break from my podcast when I do the commercial break or if they just keep listening. I think the, the latter is probably the most likely, but you know, we need these commercial breaks. Like right now, I just had like a, a snack of saltine crackers. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you though. Saltine crackers is probably one of my favorite snacks. I love saltine crackers. Yeah, you guys like? You saw? Did you like saltine crackers? Um. Yeah. I guess. But have you noticed that like some brands of saltine crackers are better than other brands of saltine crackers? Like. I do not. I don't need saltine crackers enough to be able to tell you that. Okay, because I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like what makes a good saltine cracker is not. It's not just like it's not just how salty it is. Because like you know the levels of salt like can't be too salty because then like it's not just just not good but then it can't be not enough salty because then you're just eating a regular cracker, you know what I mean? It has to have a good level of salt to it and I think it also depends on like the mixture they use for the dough that then they use to turn into the cracker. You know, because some, some some crackers taste more biscuity, you know, and I kind of like that. I like crackers that take more taste more biscuity than you know just cracker. 
but uh that's just my preference that's why i like ritz you know ritz like ritz are not really like saltine crackers but they're like yeah yeah i, I like i like the like the, the flavor the flavor of oh no ritz isn't that good i don't i'm not actually i'm actually not i'm not into ritz yeah huh. okay i see that you have no taste but <laughs> there's another brand that i don't i don't know i don't know what it's called like i don't i, I don't know the saltine cracker brands but I don't know. Ritz is not is not it for me, mm. but you know. Okay, I, 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 if you I, like it, if you like it, you do you. <laughs> I respect your opinion, but like for me, like for me, I like I like I like myself some salty crackers. Perfect snack. No low calorie. I might get your high your your blood your uh, your your blood pressure high, so be careful. But uh, yeah, they're good. They're good. Salting crackers are good. Ten out of ten right. for me. And uh, Tony Talks approved salting crackers. You know what? Maybe I should start selling that. Maybe make a get, get a sponsor. Yeah, get sponsored by get, get a saltine get, cracker sponsor. Get sponsored by Ritz. Ritz, please sponsor me. <laughs> Ritz, sponsor <laughs> me. Yeah, man. Actually, I can't wait until I can start getting sponsors on this show because there is a sponsors option. Like I do have an option to get sponsors or like ads on this show. I don't want to do it because I don't want to sell sell out just yet. I'm not I'm not high enough. <laughs> I'm not a high enough level of a show to, to sell out. You should do it eventually. I'll do it eventually. I'll sell out eventually. I'm gonna say this. Yeah. I'm gonna sell out eventually. So I... everyone sells out eventually. Yeah, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Joe <exactly>. Rogan. Um... <laughs> exactly. But at least when I'm gonna sell, at least I'm gonna tell you I'm selling out. I'm not gonna try to put a yeah. level of integrity on. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm selling out immediately once like a, a one million dollar deal or something comes in. And I mean. Like it's Spotify. I think I don't know about that, but okay. Okay, fine, fine. Like uh, maybe maybe in the thousands, maybe. I'll, I'll okay. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Get a sponsorship. I'll I'll even like and I'll even do like a full segment. I'll do a full segment of like the advertisement in my like my special way, you know. But yeah. uh, but yeah. So yeah, sponsor me, please. Any sponsors listening out there, sponsor me, please. Technically, I did have a sponsor. Dude, sponsor lined up for one of my episodes, but uh, they dropped out last minute. But it was it was literally like. I was, I, and I was, there was this, um, I'm going to do some free advertisement. Uh, I was thinking, like, there was a, there's a friend of mine who uh, owns a, a meme, a, mer- a meme merch store, right? And, oh uh, <laughs> and, uh, it's bad because it's not just, very, oh my God, it's, not Tony. it's weed memes also. So, no, no, that's not memes, it. So he was thinking of advertising. <laughs> yeah, I think it's called uh, the litest, the litest.co, I think. You got to get them to pay you now. No, no, I, I see. This is called. This is called the. Uh, what's it called? Networking. Yeah, it's networking. You know what I mean? Like you scratch my back, I scratch his. So eventually, he'll be the the main page that I'm gonna sell my merchandise in. The Tony Talks merch. Oh uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> get ready. Get ready. I, you really gotta network with with these meme stores. Exactly. Like, uh, I mean, I'm my audience huge. is a big like has a good amount of memers in there. You know what I mean? Right. Even though, like like I said, I've discussed in previous episodes. Apparently, some of you are over sixty. So, uh, shout out to shout out to those guys. <laughs> shout out to my to my boomer fans. <laughs> shout out to my boomer fans. Um, shout out to them. Uh, and shout out to uh, and shout out to my also like twenty nine to thirty seven year old fan. Like, I don't know why. Like, why do you guys like my content so much? You know, like, like I don't know. So, um, so yeah. So shout out to them. Uh, so yeah, what were we talking about? What were we talking about before I talked about salting crackers and sponsors? Um, something about college. Something about college. I think. I don't know. Something about Ired. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm I'm drawing blanks right here. Not always, but sometimes. Anyway. You said you said you had uh, you said you had some responses for me. The thing is, I can't respond no, to something that I forgot what we were talking. About. Yeah, I think that's the problem. <laughs> we reached we reached the problem. I can't give responses to things that I forgot. Okay, uh, right. I don't know, Tony. So what what um 
how are you surviving uh, lockdown? What's it like? What's what's the whole thing like for you over there? Let me just finish. Let me just, let me just say something. Uh, my thoughts about Kamala. oh sure 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 sure. Um, I feel like eventually they're just they're just I think they're just gonna create something that's gonna be above college. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna create a university for university. There it is called grad school. In case you don't know. Oh, there is grad school. But, but that's gonna be like the, the but then after a while like give it like three four generations from the new standard like oh once you graduate university you had to go to grad school you know and then grad schools don't have like this. i mean it is i mean in, in a lot of places it is like you in business you're expected to eventually have an mba uh you need to go to law school to be a lawyer you need to like a lot of my friends who are going into engineering it's getting to be expected that you know that they have a master's um so you know, yeah, it, it, it's really, it's getting, it's, it's at that point. You know what I mean? Um, do you think the structure, so, do you think the structure is like going to collapse on itself eventually? I don't know that it's going to collapse. I think it's a problem. Like I, I one, I, I think it's not a, a fantastic system. I mean, partially because of, partially because of grades, like grades are, I don't know. I don't know how, um, like, and this is why I, I just I think what UCLA is, what the UC system is doing is stupid with getting rid of standardized tests. That like yeah. standardized tests are great because you don't have to. They're apart from grades. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so one of the biggest problems is at least for me because I'm like sort of pre-law, is that you know when you're going through and you're picking your courses, you're more likely to pick the courses that you're going to do well in rather than the ones that you're going to um like be interested in or want to study so it's it's like a it's a really messed up system with that um and but the rest of it i actually think is nominally okay i mean it is sort of weird like it's weird especially for high i actually i don't think i think the problem is less for college and more for high school. I think high school is really what I would consider the problem because you have all these kids who are studying just just kind of random crap. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm gonna be honest with you. It's a yeah, yeah. It's like a game of like who can who can be the best at studying random crap, and it's like okay, why like. I think personally, it would be smarter to teach kids things they are reasonably, like, likely to encounter in the world, than stuff they're almost guaranteed to never encounter in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, when is every? When is anyone like? Almost no one is going to use anything they learn in their AP Physics class. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to use it. Unless you're in a space movie. Yeah, I guess unless you're... Yeah, I mean, but then that's the thing. Like, you can always specialize. So if you need to know physics... You know, I have a friend who's who's a physics major. And he's going to go into engineering. And, like, he can... He's going to use it. But basically everyone else in his class... They're not going to use it. Hmm. Um, so... And I don't know why we don't teach that stuff. I don't know why we don't teach business. And this is like... That's like one of the things, like... I'm like, this is crazy. Like nobody knows how to, you know, do their taxes or, or, you know, manage any of their money until their parents show them basically. And yet they know all this crazy crap about, 
or at least you know at, at prep I had to study you know Latin or whatever and I'm like I know Latin but I don't know how to do my taxes like this is a problem I don't this is like stupid so I think we need to find a way to teach high schoolers actually useful stuff and we can measure how good they are at useful stuff but at least it's not useless like so much of it is now so you know you know what's kind of you know what's kind of you know the, the sad thing i'm starting to realize also is that like i feel like uh, technologically speaking i feel like society has advanced a lot in the last 200 300 years that's just any yeah, just a given yeah i feel like the structure just doesn't change though you know the social structure the, like like what i mean by that like not like what i mean by that it's like it's like this if you want if you want to make if you want to make any sort of good money like that any sort of good money in like like if you want to like if you want to be if you want to join like a, a a company and or you want to do any sort of like any sort of job that makes good money right you you, you need a, yeah. you need some sort of college education don't you yeah you know pretty much and, well i guess um, you could go into trades and stuff but but yeah I really know. really like, really like, yeah. here's the thing here's the thing like I feel like society, like that that's a given like that, I feel like that's something that is like a, just a, a fact of, of life yeah but it's a fact of life that's not that's not told until like until when like until it's almost too late you know what I mean yeah I feel yeah like, I, feel like, I feel like that's true and I feel like it's in a way of how somehow we like somehow society likes to keep the oh this is gonna get real philosophical how society likes to keep the idealism of being a dreamer and like being a creator and like about forging your own path and blah 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 and this you know and like everybody's special you know what I mean yeah but then like then but then when it comes to you know dishing out the salaries and uh, you know like <laughs> and making sure that everybody's got food on the table then they're like yeah. oh. Yes, you're you're the master of your own path, of course. But since you didn't take this path, well, you know, you're uh, you're, you're out of luck, buddy. That's and, that's super true. And and I think the, one of the biggest problems is people don't people aren't aware of career paths until so late. You know, and this is why, like, I think if if you're if you're like in high school and you're going into college, one of the most important things you can do is look up a career path. Like just you don't have to follow it. Just sort of understand what it is because all of the consultants, there's basically one career path. The investment bankers, there's basically one career path. The doctors, there's like basically one career path. And you know, if there's a track that you follow and you do a certain thing, and and it, just to use law as an example, it's super, you know, it's super stratified in law where basically every big firm uh, pays their their associates the same exact amount depending on what year you came in. There's just no competition. Um, so everyone knows, like your path is just so set in stone um, with all of these all these career paths, and people don't find out until well into. Some people don't find out really f- until really far into into college, and you know, depending on where they go to college. Uh, it, it it can be really it can be a really big problem, um, and I think so. I think I think the one thing that also irks me is that you can only have so many investment bankers, you can only have so many doctors, you can only have so many people with so like with well paying jobs because 
I guess the way with the way society and the system is built is that you need to have the bottom layer. You have to have you have to have the low tier workers that don't get paid as much, and you know they're like, and, and, you know, and they're just used, you know, to do the most uh, manual of labor. And I mean, like, there's there's no way, like, like the thing the thing is that like we somehow managed to change from you know we 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 managed to escape nature and go and and stop living in a survival of the fittest, um, you know, uh, world. But now we're just we're kind of regressing in the way we're now. Society is becoming more about the survival of the, the smartest, you know, and and even and like you know like either yeah. the most educated or the most intelligent are the only ones that are actually going to ever thrive. You know? Well, I think it's all you got to remember that it's all relative. You know what I mean? I mean we, I mean the the average person uh, in the U.S., but I'm sure all across Europe um, and other places is. A lot better off now than they were fifty years ago, hundred yeah, years ago. Definitely, definitely. You know, like the standard of living keeps rising and going up. Yeah. But, but you have to remember that within that standard, there is a spectrum, and you know, there's people who are going to have the top of that spectrum and the bottom of that spectrum. But, I mean, the good thing is that the spectrum keeps going up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like over time, you know, we have access to better and better technology. We have we you know continually improve our healthcare system. I mean this 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 stuff just gets better and better and better throughout time.、Um, but the way we distribute the what we have is yeah. I mean it's exactly what you were saying. You know it's it's now it's very、uh, sort of just the smartest get. It's not always the smartest. I'll, I will no, say. No, that, that, that was going to go into my second point. <laughs> like I was going to. It's gonna, that's definitely not true. But yeah. But I, I was going to say, but just to finish up on this point, I think I think the rhetoric that society still tries to push on us, that you know, you're special, everyone's special, you know, and then like with I would I would say I, I would blame it. I would blame it with like the media that they try to make us consume. <laughs> Man, I'm starting to sound a conspiracy theorist, but no, I'm talking about like the stuff, <laughs> the stuff that they like teach us and show us and. When we're when we're young, you know, all our, all our、yeah. TV shows and yeah, entrepreneurship and all that, you know. No, not even about like you know, like they always talk about how like, oh, only one person can save the world. Oh, like unless like if you're the chosen one, you can do anything. You know, I mean, how like <clears throat> individual people can always make it really, really, really far. But no, honestly, I feel like. It's very unless unless you do something completely revolutionary, it's very hard to to reach the top. You know what I mean? It's very hard to. It's like, it's like when I mean very hard, I mean it's like even if you do try your best and you and you're really smart and you know, like all the yeah. Unless you have them very like unless I think if your personality, if you don't have a very certain personality type and a very certain like a certain level of willpower, yeah, like you're never gonna able you're never gonna be able to to you know to reach that. Peak that you know that that the media glorifies so much. You know what I mean? It's when true. I, and so here's what's weird. I'm not, not going to specify. Okay, good. Sorry, no, sorry. I was going to say、mm. I'm not going to specify the, what the peak is because、mm. I think the great thing about it, about not specifying it, is that everybody in their own head has their own idea of what that peak is, and I'd I'd, I'd rather keep it that way because then at least at least everybody like because when I say the peak, it's a very generalized term. Like everybody has their own、yeah. peak is, but I think my my philosophy or my logic still applies no matter what your peak, what you think your peak is. So yeah, yeah. Well, I, just to let's just use one of those peaks.、Uh, 
um, something I've, I've realized recently uh, is take billionaires, for example. Yeah. There's almost no billionaires who have become billionaires from their salary. It doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. I think the o- one of the only people who have, who has ever done that is like, you know, Jamie Dimon, who's the, the CEO of J.P. Morgan, um, through like stock options and, and just an insane salary. But everyone else built a business or inherited a business or something like that. Basically, uh, nobody just worked their whole lives. Um, like one job, like nobody, basically nobody did that. So I think it's weird that you know. Well, I don't know. I I, I understand. I understand that we we do that. We sort of say to everyone that you know you can achieve everything you want. You know, there's all these there's there's you can get to your peak your own way. But but I don't know. It's 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 weird. You're right. You you basically need to be completely outside of the box. To make it at the top, to make it to the top, basically. But the problem is that they don't even specify where the where the boundaries are. They make it like the problem with society is that they make it sound like everything you do. The problem is that they watered they watered down the line so much, or like that they made basically made us all think that whatever we think is outside of the box. Like they don't they don't like they they've given us the illusion that whatever like whatever we think has hasn't already been you know thought of before. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like a good example is this podcast. You know, like I created, I created this in a podcast, thinking that this podcast is gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing, you know. But then I took a look at Spotify, and I look at not just Spotify. I look at a lot of other like you know, like YouTube and platforms, and I just noticed how many actual podcasts exist. Like almost every celebrity now has a podcast. Almost yeah. every like you know, almost like every like like even Z-list like you know like celebrities or sports players they have a podcast. Yeah, I am I am just a drop in an ocean. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's but true. I think the one difference true. between me and other people, once they realize this, is that I, I just told myself, man, I'll just keep going at it. You know, maybe even even if it's a it's a pipe dream. At least, at least I know that. At least, at least I, in the back of my mind, at least I can say I tried. You know, I tried to make this go somewhere. But uh, yeah, yeah, you were saying. <laughs> and it's good. It well, it's cool that this is possible now. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like. You don't need to convince. I mean, how else were you gonna, you know, do something like this before, where you're kind of just, you know, just getting your thoughts out there and and and, and you know, doing this kind of a show? You'd have to convince a record company to maybe put you on, give you like a night, you know, like a like a night show. You know what I mean? That's what you'd basically need to do. You'd have to do it, and, and like you know, probably like you know, spend a lot of time and like will to just like to just like be qualified to be to have the qualifications to even yeah. considered you know yeah it would be it, it would be so impossible it would be so difficult for for anyone to do this kind of thing and not just that but you know like most of the people who run the most successful podcasts are more interesting i will be honest than than most late night show hosts you know what i mean exactly. you know so you can only laugh at so many jimmy fallon gags you know what i mean yeah yeah there's exactly so much, there's only so much fake laughter you can handle <laughs> yeah sometimes i would i would, I would think I would, i'd really rather as much as i like john oliver uh yeah. and i think his show is great i think sometimes i would rather watch um joe rogan smoke a blunt with elon musk than watch his show you know what i mean yeah like it's <laughs> 
like it's a, there's a democratic process to it almost you know what i mean yeah. that you can start off with this little little thing and if people like it you know more people will listen and then it becomes a it just it just flourishes um and you know that's that's the that, that's the dream you know that's yeah. what technology has allowed us to do but i think when it comes to all this college stuff and like how hard it now it's going to be it's, it's become how it's going to be harder and harder to get into colleges how much is harder harder to find like a good job that's not a dead end and like you know actually is going to lead somewhere you know yeah. how 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 yeah. going like how just like just moving with your life is becoming much yeah. you know what i mean it is yeah like yeah. well I feel like i feel like people are becoming yeah. disillusioned with what i call like you know the business path of um of 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 reaching that peak you know what i mean like you know either right. starting at bottom tier of a company and then reaching all the way up to like ceo after like 30 40 years of working you know what i mean like okay that's a bad yeah. like that's a bad idea because you see it's also ridiculous now even like but back in the day that that could have been a total possibility if you really worked at it like for almost 60 years i'm pretty sure you could have made it like almost almost to like the board of directors you know if you if you started like right. you, know, you really if you really pushed it you know what i mean yeah but, but that like, seems now, ridiculous now, that, now. Yeah, now you just laugh. Yeah. You could be in the mail room for 60 years before you get your own promotion, you know. Yeah, that's that's 100% true. I mean, now that that's just and it will because it's it almost, you know, just the way the system structured it wouldn't even make sense because there's only one CEO. He's going to he's going to do that job for 20 years, you know what I mean, before oh, he retires. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or he has, yeah. Uh so you know there's no way to do this and you know i don't know like, i i yeah good yeah i was going to say okay fine i'm i'm just going to say but i'm just going to have an example it's kind of like if you like if anybody ever watched nature documentaries when they're talking about like the amazon rainforest and how like new trees grow yeah. it's like it's like since the canopy of the trees since they're all so close together and they grow so large like it's like the 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 rainforest the bottom of the, like the the bottom of the rainforest is almost completely shaded like just com- this almost complete shade yeah and um yeah the only way plants grow is when one of the big trees dies and then like they, like the plants have yeah. a, like a 30 day window before one of the plants grows so big that then everything's back to being shady again and then all the plants die that's true I feel like i feel like in the i feel like in the business world it's kind of becoming that way now where you you've just got to wait until one of these like giants crashing and like you like or like, like even I mean like not just companies I mean like maybe in your own workplace you just go to wake and wait until like whatever your your boss gets promoted or he gets a new job and then like you know got and then you got to push it really to the limit to get that spot and even then you only grow like 10 inches max yeah you know I mean and like and there's all and the problem there's been all that, this sorry yeah, no, I, I, okay but I was going to say okay I just going to finish my point is that like and the problem is like now less and less trees die <laughs> there's less there's less and less chance for a tree to die and then for everybody like for everybody to get their chance to try and push for that growth you know like this the windows are becoming smaller and they say oh when a window closes a door opens yes but the doors are getting smaller too you know what i mean yeah that's that that's true um i actually don't know if that's 100% true but i know what you mean where the 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 old trees never die because you know now we have companies that have been around for you know hundreds of years and they kind of just maintain that by you know really just breaking you know using existing assets to uh 
to go into new space. So I'm sure you've seen. I don't know if you've seen a commercial for this, but have you seen like Marcus by Goldman Sachs? Have you seen that?、Um, it's like a. It's like a. It's an online bank. Basically, it's an online banking app. Basically, yeah. And that was a whole field for like possibly brand new companies to come in and and you know shake it up and and you know have. Just, just have a totally new dynamic field, and now the older players are moving in and acquiring them and, and and putting their labels on it. And it's so hard for old companies to really ever go away because once you have the assets, you can always acquire a new, more promising firm. You know what I mean? If your thing isn't working, you know, like Facebook. You know, people were like, "Okay, Facebook's kind of like a joke. It's all about Instagram now, right?" Well, Facebook bought Instagram, right?、Um, that's how that's how companies that are old and established keep surviving because they just acquire and acquire and acquire new companies, and they use that technology to to stay ahead of everyone else. And if there's a new if there's a new company, then they'll acquire it. Or if that doesn't work. They'll just,、uh, you know, sort of copy it, and they'll they'll sort of try to drown it out.、Um, so there's a lot less disruption in existing markets, in existing、uh, existing fields, and that kind of means that there's not new companies, so there's not new CEOs, there's not new boards of directors. You know, they're kind of just the same ones that have been there, and it kind of starts to limit opportunity. Um, so that's yeah. It's definitely a it's definitely a problem. And I think I think the real like I'm sorry I'm sorry for anybody who's getting like like existential crises from from listening. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah I, we should say we should say it's actually like I I think that it's actually not that bad. Like that there bad. are there are many career paths you can make it. There's、yeah. not you know don't like stress about it too hard.、Um, and I should say. You know, I think people get mistaken with so so. Some career paths have more opportunity than others. I think that we mistake which ones those are. So in business and law, for example, which are often you know very much thought of as you know the you know very top careers, and they are. But the reality is, if you don't, if you're not at the top of those, then your your pay is like,、eh. you know what I mean, like. You're better off being the middle guy at a tech company than you are being the middle guy at, or not the middle guy, a the middle. <laughs> What? Uh, uh, yeah, a, 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 a pink wall clock manufacturing company. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, because so many people, because so many people study law and business, and and the best pay. And it, you know, it's not wrong. It's very good pay, but it's reserved for the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. And meanwhile, in tech, there's actually see this is actually the kind of good thing about tech and engineering is and medicine too, but that's for different reasons.、Um, is that there's more demand than there is supply, so you, you can、Probably、go into those, and,、uh, especially medicine. Is it's hard to get in? <laughs> it's really hard. Yes. To get in. Yeah, it is. And medicine. This is why I don't like. I mean, I don't, it's not that I don't 
just medicine has a thing about it, which is that it's it's art. It's an at least in the United States. Yeah, this is only in the United States. Um, medicine is an artificially constrained uh, profession. So, so the reason it's hard to get into med school. Only forty percent of total applicants get into any med school. And that's just getting into med school. That doesn't mean they actually graduate and you know become doctors. Yeah, and which is crazy. Imagine if I told you like only forty percent of your class is going to get into any college. Like that's crazy. You and know, it doesn't make sense. Says that is an asshole. Yeah. So <laughs> it's forty percent. Yeah, it's forty percent to get into any med school. Period. Um, and there's a reason for that, which is uh, after. So you, so you do four years of med school, then you go to residency, and residency is you know where you're you're paid. Not a very high salary, but you're sort of a quasi trainee doctor, and you have to do that for four years. Now, here's the deal: the people, the amount of residency positions in the country is determined by Medicare, which is a program that's run by the government, and they haven't expanded that for years. You know what I mean? I mean, they, like, there's a set amount of spots that are added every year, but but it. The amount of demand significantly outpaces the residency positions. Yeah. Okay. So that's a problem. So what med what medical schools do is they limit their acceptances to the amount of residency positions there are. So 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 that because if you go to med school and you don't get a residency position, you're screwed because now you have four hundred thousand dollars of debt and you you know you can't practice medicine without having residency. So well, you can, but、um, you can't. You can't do it without a. Can't do it legally. You can't do it legally. Yeah, you cannot diagnose. You can't, you know, give people prescriptions.、Um, you can't do anything.、Yeah. So, so they don't want to screw people.、Um, so basically, they accept. They accept. So a medic, a medical school has a, si- a low single-digit acceptance rate. Every medical school in the country. Single-digit.、Um, yeah. Damn. It's about as hard to get in, into Harvard as any given med school, bro. So that's、um, like the top tier of of med school is like beyond impossible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, impossible. Yeah, basically, and that's why med school students apply to like twenty, thirty med schools. So,、um, but yeah, it's really just because of the residency. So if Medicare were to expand that, you would have more people going into medical schools. You would have more doctors produced every year. So it's like a regulatory pinch, you know what I mean? Like it's a conveyor belt, and it's just a pinch in this part, and it's sort of slowing the 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 trickle of doctors. And what that means is, you know, low supply, high demand, high pay. So if you were to fix that problem, I guarantee you the 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 pay of doctors would go down quite a bit.、Um, It wouldn't be. It wouldn't、that's、be ridiculous. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure there's probably like a lot of lobbying by doctors. Yeah,、world. yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I'm 100 percent certain. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure like, do- even doctors don't want to, you know,、uh, risk their probably like th- thousands or probably millions of dollars of salary, depending what kind of doctor you are. You know, to, well, to I don't think as much to be paid as much. But as, yeah, to be paid as much as somebody who works at like the IT department at a at like a mid-sized company. That's what it is in. Britain, right? I mean, like doctors get paid—I don't know—well, but not anything like they do in the U.S. Yeah, like nothing doesn't even come close. You know what I mean? Because I think the U.S. also also has a really hard, like you know, like like cap on on the number of doctors you can have. 
like sometimes in us, I think in other countries they they fluctuate a bit. You know, there's a bit more lenient with the uh, with the amount of like practicing doctors. That's probably oh yeah. I mean that that's why right. Other yeah. other countries have a normal good amount of doctors, and we have just a massive undersupply that's caused by this regulatory government issue. And then the problem is is that when when things when when shit hits the fan, like you know what's going on, you know now, then we just yeah. we just spread thin. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yep. Exactly. This is like this is the worst time to have a doctor shortage. Yeah. I mean, it just it's so it's so well. Gra- I mean, granted, granted, uh, this is something that your viewers might not know, but the it's not it, it, it except in New York, medical capacity in most of the country and honestly most of the world um, has not really been hit. So it's not like. There's a huge problem. Because it's, like, it's, it's like we gotta thank, like we gotta thank whoever's up there, you know, whoever you believe in, that like everybody, everybody, even even for some people who don't fully understand the dangers, especially those people who who go out who, who are protesting, you know, I open up the stores, open up the air salons, I don't need, I need to go to work, you know, but at least they understand that, you know, like. Like there's something out there and it's spreading, you know. Sure, you got the, the very small sect yeah. of conspiracy theorists that think it's all invented by the government. That's a very small, yeah. small sect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody. Yeah, that's like nobody. We gotta thank the mass media. The, the only time, the only time, we gotta thank the mass media for making sure that everybody's aware of what's going on. You know what I mean? Well, one one criticism I do have about the mass media is that um, I'm worried that not not many people, and I think there's a good reason for this. But there's actually there's not a lot of transparency with what your actual risk is. So if I were to ask any given person, they have no clue what their risk of dying or, or having a serious reaction to COVID is. And I think that that's intentional. Um, because of course, if, if somebody found out that oh, COVID makes your eye like your eyeballs blow out of your head. And uh, you start, and you like, you do like the, the, the you do the, the macarena before you die. Of course, everyone is gonna be like, like this is they're going this is gonna go into Mad Max. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, everyone. Well, no, I actually think the opposite because the well, well, because the actual risk is is for most people. So uh, the the CDC okay, so the CDC is the um, infectious disease. Well, no, it's just the disease control department in the U.S. government. Um, for anyone who doesn't know that, um, they just came out with the official statistics. So if you, if you, so I think the the total the total thing of people who get symptoms, it's 0.5 of them will die, 0.5 percent. And if you combine that, that's only with symptoms. So if you count the people who don't have symptoms, then it's 0.26, right? So flu is 0.1. This is 0.26. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit worse than double flu. It's between double and triple flu. Um, but really, and this is what's super interesting about this, it tells you more about the your the COVID death rate in your country tells you more about your country than it does about COVID. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, that is true. It's because yeah, it's because. It is just night and day when it comes to age. It seems so. If you're under 50, your death rate is actually 0.05. So five in 10,000. Your chances of dying are five in 10,000 if you're under 50. Yeah. Um, and if you're over, 
God, if you're like over 60, I think it's like 1.25, which is so much higher, right? That's a huge, that's a huge discrepancy.、Uh, I think I read I read somewhere that in Pennsylvania, more people died who were over the age of 85 than under the age of 80, if you can believe that.、Um, Probably because they don't have a lot of asthmatics in Pennsylvania. Not a good fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, so that, that's what I meant about the about the country.、Um, that's what I meant. It tells you more about the country. So it, it really depends on how old is your population, and that will determine your overall. Like in Pakistan, I just read the other day, they're like not. They made it illegal. They're not closing. Like the the Supreme Court was like, no, we're not. We're not closing. And、um, and people are freaking out, but. Many people think that they're going to be fine, and why? Because the average age in Pakistan is 21, so <laughs> that's the average age. So there's like no, just super weird. I have many questions,、um, but what that means is that there's no,、yeah. you know, the the people. Yeah, there's like no older people. Not there's there's no, but you know. Compared to the rest of the population, the older population is so much smaller. So your total death rate is going to be like nothing, basically.、Um, whereas in Italy, which has the second highest, it's the second oldest population in the world.、Um, yeah, because a lot of people even retire there. Even people who are not Italian go to Italy to like retire. Oh yeah, I wouldn't mind retiring in Italy. I mean, I was. It's like, know, it's, like, it's like how I expect like the death rate in Florida to be much higher than most other states. It's actually not. So that's the weird thing. Florida is doing very well compared to other states, especially for、um, being a spring break, like you know, like、uh, state. Yeah, it's a spring break destination, and it's a massive retirement state. Like it's just everyone retires in Florida, so it's just. I think it's. I think. I think my theory. I think it's. I think it's.、Uh, I think it's the alligators. You think it was the alligators? Yeah, I think. I think. I think. You know, I think the alligators,、um, like, they like. Was supposed to like. I think I think they have like a filtering system, right, in their、mm. brains that they consume the air and like they just filter it out, like you know, all the COVID from it and like you know, and like, right exhale. That's totally. That's totally how that works. That's one hundred percent. Either that. That's one hundred. Either that, or either that, or it's just like Florida people are so resistant due to all the stuff they they, they go through. All the crazy <laughs> crap they get into. Yeah. Yeah. They're just they're, Florida man is just you know, COVID will not take、step. down Florida man. They're the next step in like human evolution. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. No, but the my understanding of that, I think, is the actual thing is that they did a really good job with protecting their nursing homes. Yeah. So, New York had a really weird idea. New York, the governor of New York, had an order where if you had COVID and you lived in a retirement home, you still had to go back to the retirement home. So, that basically. That was like a death sentence for like so many people in retirement homes,、um, which is why there's so many, so much more death in New York compared to Florida. Florida, they didn't do that, and it also seems that the so population density is super, super, super important. Like in New York, like already twenty percent of New Yorkers had COVID, so、uh-huh. it 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 just happens so quickly. It happens so ridiculously quickly、um, because they're everyone's taking the metro, everyone's walking down the street, you know, crammed in crowds with each other. Everyone's living in giant apartment buildings. 
just people are just so much closer and in florida that's not happening in florida like everything is spread out you're in your car you know you're just you're not you're just not with other people as tightly as you are in new york and so new york is the only place in the united states that has been hit in this way um and that's really a factor of just the density because but, yeah. no, I was going about to go off on a tangent. No, 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 good, good. I think, but I think, I think, I think there's more reason to water down how dangerous it is than to actually like hype up how dangerous it is. You know, because I just I realized something. I realized something about society. All right. I realized I realized something about like our our neighbors and you know the people that we live with. No, the one I mean live with. I don't mean like people who live in your family. Like, I'm talking about like you know your neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, people you live around. Yeah, yeah. kind of know, but not really, you know? Yeah, sure, sure. Because, you know, these people might be sweet, you know, throw a barbecue once in a while, invite you over for dinner. But at the end of the day, you know, I feel like if society collapses, they're going to be the first ones knocking at your door, you know, holding you up for all your toilet paper. You know, I'm going to be honest, because I'm I'm looking. (laughs) What? What? <laughs> I've, been looking, you know, I've been looking at all the, all these social media posts. Now. I'm gonna be honest. With you. I'm gonna, something not like I said, not to get me canceled or not to like you know stir up the pot, but yeah. gun owners, gun owners. Okay. You are not helping the case. You're not helping the case of why you should keep your guns and why everybody else should have guns with like with the kind of shit that's being posted on social media. Look, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Like. It's like people are stocking up, like you know, on like they're like 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 I, I see some like some some gun owners like writing like, oh like oh like what these people are like you know stocking up you know they're like you know the, the people are like, like oh I don't have to stock up stock up for COVID my neighbor's stocking up for me. <laughs> okay, I have see not seen you... anything like that, but you see what I mean? Like it's just, that's pretty crazy. It's, I I don't think I've like... seen anything like that. Uh, okay. You know, it's just kind of like you know things that make me wonder. Like these are the things that that actually like make me like like question whether in my like if things really went to pot, would my neighbor be standing outside my door, you know, ready to you know, yeah, not 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 take me out, but at least like you know like ransack the place. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. How much can I trust the people that I don't know personally? I think you so can like, trust so them. Like, I don't think that's so the like, biggest so concern. Like, so, no, so, imagine, so imagine this. This is a joke. <laughs> All right. Now okay. Imagine people found out that the that, that COVID actually has like almost over a fifty percent mortality rate, and that anybody who has any kind of breathing conditions, uh, asthma especially, even if it's the lightest type of asthma, uh, can can probably die from it. Okay. First things first. People will lock inside themselves inside their houses. Like it's like like I said, like it's followed. Everybody turns their house into their own personal like vault shelter. They only open the yeah. door like once every hundred years. Yeah. You know. And two. You know that that joke might actually once they run out of supplies and then like all the supermarkets are gonna be like 100% empty. That joke, or, or or maybe like I said, then in like law enforcement and stuff can't patrol and stuff like that because of like you know you know they decide to stay inside too. That joke might quickly evolve into an actual problem because that because that's, that's the thing I noticed like crime rates due to this whole thing are going down. You know because criminals are afraid of catching this stuff too. But I feel like I feel like mm, no, in the U.S. it's going up. Oh, okay, then never mind. But then, then that I think that also helps with my example because like 
even though the crime rates are going down, I feel like the chance of a crime. Are, how does that? How do I make this? How, how does this make sense? How, how do I make this make sense? Yeah, the crime rates are going down, but I feel like the chances of a crime occurring are going up. Okay, so that's technically not true, but okay. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> that's technically no not how that works, but exactly. okay. You know, there's no way I can say that that makes sense. But you get the one of the points. You feel more off. unsafe, but I don't. But okay, no, like the, tension, the tensions are rising. There's yeah, less, the tensions like, are rising. It's like it's like the Cold War. You know what I mean? Like sure, there's technically no war going on, but like yeah. You know, next thing you know, next morning you can wake up and you just see a mushroom cloud outside your door and you're like, well, yeah. I guess this is it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I guess it's just because people are more, at least for why it's rising and like why tensions feel weird. It's because it's just, there's so much more unemployment now and yeah. like it's just the economic impact has just been insane. But here's the weird thing is that people haven't felt, I'm, I'm sorry, this is not true. There are people who have felt it, but most people haven't felt it because the government has come in and, and, you know, it has, like, you know, unemployment benefits are super generous now in the U.S. Like, for once. <laughs> yeah, for, for once. They're actually amazing. And for actually, once. it actually has created a problem, which is that, you know, people are getting paid more from unemployment than they were at their job. So, you know, when, in states that are opening, when, you know, the restaurants call their waiters their waiters are actually like no i'm gonna stay on unemployment i don't want to go back to work but to be fair if, if you're talking about like restaurant like if you're talking about like uh well, what's the word what's the word for it? if you're talking about minimum wage jobs like as well a lot of minimum wage jobs intersect with a lot intersect with a lot of like um like what's the word for it like there's a, there's a lot of minimum wage jobs that are uh very uh interactive based you know what i mean like they involve a lot of interaction oh people. sure yeah so but i would understand like i would understand if like if you're first off if you're getting paid better off unemployment and second off if you go back to your job that where you're gonna be you know around people and not just yeah. people i mean like your, your co-workers i mean like new people yeah, different yeah. people every single day yeah i would also sit on my ass and, you know collect unemployment and watch yeah, yeah yeah i mean i'm not no no no. it's it's economically smart for the people for people to do that like it's totally true but it creates. You can see how it creates a problem. It's a disincentive. No, yeah. The problem. The problem is like after this all blows over, we're gonna have. We're gonna have a. Well, we're already going into like a depression. <laughs> you know, not a depression. Yeah. We're going to. Uh, what's the word for? It? What's like the one level above depression before even before depression? A recession. A recession. Yeah, we're already going into a recession. Already. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, like <clears throat> so. Bro, I can't believe this had to happen. This this all had to happen like. 2020 you know what i mean yeah. if we couldn't postpone this five years we couldn't have done this five years earlier it had to be 2020 right where where, where all this had to go down epidemic yeah. on top of uh, on top of uh, on top of a depression because we already we were doing the economy was already doing swell before this wasn't it you know yeah so so yeah yeah i mean I it's mean, weird and it's, it's it's like a combo you know what i mean like somebody's trying to combo the shit out of all well wait i mean well one is i mean one is caused by the other you know like like i know i don't know what the situation was in parts of europe but you know at least in at least here you know the economy was doing fantastic before uh, before covid so really it's know, but, you know covid came like, and then the and then the recession started like that's i know but like the next thing you know we're going to be in another cold war you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I feel like could happen top of each other. Yeah, it could happen, and yeah. and I think the biggest problem is we're gonna have to pay the cost of this later. So, 
so you know how no one is you know because of unemployment and all this no one is really feeling the the, the cost of covid well, eventually the bill comes you know yeah eventually like you got to pay your debt you know so you know and 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 that hurts you know i don't know if you, you remember greece remember when greece had to pay yeah. all that money to germany and and uh, <laughs> the, the the keyword is had. Yeah, they were pretty much forced to because because they borrowed everything. But so they had to do austerity, and they had to, you know, more money had to leave the hands of the government. You know, people pay their taxes, and yeah. more money left the government to leave the country than was put back in. And so yeah. people hated it. That was hard. You know, I mean, the economy was not doing well, and and it was a pain. But they have to pay that debt somehow. All my American listeners, if you're if you're pissed off at that pothole that it's like you know at the end of your at the end of your street, uh, don't expect that to get fixed in the next uh, five years. Oh no! <laughs> oh yeah! Uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. no Yeah, way. you're gonna have to deal with that pothole for for a, a bit longer. Yeah, no way. I mean, we we've taken out several years worth of debt in in like just 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 dealing with COVID right now. You know what I mean? Explain to me. Like Mr. Mr. Businessman Sanjay, um, <laughs> why? Like, explain to me why do we need to bail out these uh, these large companies uh, instead of letting them just you know crash on their own? Like, well, yeah, that's a that's a that's a question that's been asked. That was really <laughs> asked when we were kids in in two thousand eight. Um, but uh... Ex- explain to me. Why again? Like, yeah, explain to me why it's necessary to bail these one, these guys. Like, I understand, I understand people, you know, because yeah, you know, these people are gonna be out in the streets. Are they gonna be like? You know, but why do we have to bail out like entire companies? Like, you know, like, because I think you know, there's so so, there's such large employers. You know what I mean? And now more than ever, I think it makes sense to bail them out. Like normally, I would say probably don't bail them out because you know normally if you're a business and you fail. You failed for a reason. You failed because survival of the fittest business. Yeah, survival of the fittest. You weren't providing the best service. Like you should fail, and then and then, you know. then the ones businesses are falling were ones that are already abusing. Like you know they were already abusing their, uh, you know their positions. Yeah, like, especially companies, airline companies. Man, they've been abusing their, you know, their shit for years. Oh yeah, that's like, true. I mean, airlines have have just been and, and now, pain in the ass. Like, of... It's like it's like it's like having that high school bully that like you that like you know used to spit it like like that used to like kick you like while, while he was walking by you at lunchtime. Yeah. And then, like the next day you just the next day you just see him like you know like get get hit by a car and he's like call an ambulance. <laughs> and you say no? What are you doing? What are you? St- <laughs> Where no, are you no, going with no, this? <laughs> no, no, you still call the ambulance. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, there, There's always gonna be that nagging thought at the back of your head. Maybe like, you shouldn't have. I wonder what happened. I wonder what happened if I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think airline companies are the bullies. I, you know, you know, really, it's not their like, fault. But if you ever flown like Southwest Airlines or like if you ever, yeah, flown, you know, like yeah. one of those, you know, yeah, that's true. That's true. And actually, that comes up with the with the problem of how airlines are going to survive now because <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, yeah. they're going to need they're going to need to get bailed out because if you take out well. Well, they might not, but see, the trouble is, let's say you take an airplane and you take out the middle seat. That airplane is not profitable anymore, right? That airplane is in the red. So if you if you take out if you reduce capacity that much, nope, it's not profitable. Same thing with restaurants. Restaurants, you know, everyone, you know, once we get out of this, people want to do fifty percent capacity or you know twenty percent capacity. 
a restaurant is in the red in 50% capacity. It is yeah. most definitely in the red. So it's better it's better just to like 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 shut down for a while and just go full takeout. No, probably not. I mean, you know, cuz restaurants are opening. It it does it does make you more money. See, the problem with takeout is like, you know, Uber takes a big cut, you know, takeout like delivery right. companies take yeah. out a pretty big cut. Um so it it actually is it's also cutting down on costs because you really only have to operate the kitchen. Yeah, you would think, you would think, but but for some reason, you know, restaurants still think it's worth it to open at 50% capacity instead of just remain only takeout. So, I understand. I I get it. I understand why. But those companies aren't going to be profitable while while this 50% thing is going on. And so nobody Except knows for, uh, what pizza chains because I heard pizza chains are doing really well. Oh, that's right, true, because you can just go in and get the pizza and leave, and it's kind of fine. Yeah, I mean, like, fa- fast food companies are, like, I'm sure, killing it. Um, yeah. Yeah, your drive through uh, McDonald's is freaking, it's probably nailing it right now. Um, exactly. But other people, you know, it's just weird because nobody knows how to open. People are like, well, can, can a restaurant survive at 50%? I mean, it really can't, you know, so it's just it's just a huge you know airlines what are airlines supposed to do hotels where every business in the world needs to change and it's just creating like massive massive problems you know what i mean to be honest with you if they are going to change i think they're changing i think they're going to change to i think it's going to change to the benefit of the consumer Probably, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's ever going to change to, to the detriment. Yeah, I think that's probably. Oh, well, no, well, 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 well. Here's the thing. Sometimes, sometimes, like, like certain certain industries where it's like there's certain industries out there where like it's like you need this service. You know, you you can't you can't really do anything. Like it's like as airline companies, unless you're willing to take a train or take a boat. You know, right. You have to take a plane. <laughs> yeah, like, but... unless you're willing to get there like a couple of days later. You know what I mean? You have to take a you have to take a plane. Yeah, but there's but there's many planes. Of course, there's many planes, but like there's only a certain number of planes that you're willing to take, you know, due to reasons. Yeah, I mean, but there's many there's many different airline companies. I'm not too worried about like, you know, uh, like what competition within airlines. I don't think it's like a massive massive problem. Um, mm-hmm. I do know what you're talking about though, but you know, like. So I don't I don't think it's going to actually have a huge impact on the consumer. I think what's going to happen is you're going to see changes that are like very internal. So Twitter, I don't know if you've heard this. Twitter is going all remote. So everyone who works for Twitter or is it Facebook? It's either Twitter or Facebook. Um, they're you know when when this is over, probably both. <laughs> probably both. Yeah. When this is over, they're not planning to refill their offices. You know they're they're going to say. You know, half of their people can just stay at home. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's that's. I don't know that it really changes Twitter at all. You know, I mean, are you going to notice in Facebook just that the the developer who's managing, you know, uh, this part of Facebook is at home versus in the office? You're really not going to notice that. Um, but it does make a huge impact for you know people. If you for for banks for um, companies that own commercial real estate, you know it's going to cause a lot of problems. Um, but this is not something the consumer really needs to worry about. So, you know, 
if I was the average consumer, I wouldn't be worried about 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 what the what the post COVID world looks like. I'd be pretty mellow about it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I would just hope that my job continues to exist after mm-hmm. after all this. Um, but I wouldn't be really worried about the consumer in general. Although, yeah, I mean, it's it's just very specific businesses, very specific companies are on, are going to be on the receiving end problem side of this um and it it, it it may well trickle down to other people you know because if you decide to your company you decide to stop using your office building then mm-hmm. the guy who has the mortgage on the office building is not gonna be able to pay that mortgage and then mm-hmm. the bank is not going to be able to get its money so it's going to seize that property it's going to foreclose on it but now the property just isn't worth as much. You know what I mean? Because if everyone is saying, we're not gonna do offices anymore, we're tired of this, we realize that remote work worked, remote working works, um, yeah. then the value of your office building has gone down and that's a permanent loss on, on, on that bank's holdings. And then enough of that and that bank fails. Um, so, you better hope the effect isn't so big that we have a crisis. You know what I mean? True. Because um, the the FDIC can only bail out so many banks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, also, I, I was gonna say like, uh, let's take a let's take a let's take a, a break. <laughs> uh, not, what I mean by break is I mean like, um, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna take uh, one more commercial break and then we'll uh, we'll wrap this up. Okay. With the, with the thing. Sure, sure. Uh, but I was, I was, I was, I was gonna say, uh, we, I think we need to take a break from uh, the, the bit, like you know, from the, the big brain talk. You know, sure, 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 sure. We can do yeah, small. I mean, we can do small brain talk. <laughs> we, also, we also gotta close. Uh, we, got, we gotta close in some of the loose ends because I, really, I remember there's some other stuff I wanted to mention. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, you got it. I think yeah, but I think I think I think it's good that we go into like economics and like business, uh, you know, to talk about these things, especially during these times, because I feel like a lot of people just just don't know what's going on you yeah. know what i mean like they just oh, they're, like they're they don't really know how this is going to end not, nobody knows how this is going to end but like at least uh, there's there's theories you know it's, mm. good, it's good to know like what people think is going to happen mm-hmm. even even though it might not be you know the 100 percent you know truth mm. but uh, yeah, we're, going, we're going into commercial break we'll be right back um I'm loving it. Sponsored by McDonald's. No, we're not sponsored by McDonald's. Anyway, um, we wish. Welcome back. We wish. We wish. We're waiting. We're waiting for the we're offer. Sponsor, man. We are waiting for that sponsor. So yeah, we're back. Back from the commercial break, man. That's. I think this is the first time I have two commercial breaks in one episode. Um, actually, this, this episode. You know, it's not that we're having we're having a deluxe episode because now, now I think about it, we have we have almost like two hours of footage. <laughs> not footage. Um, yeah. But I skipped the last two, the two weeks worth of episodes. So technically, this could be like a, this is technically a double special. So we got that. Making up for it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, don't know, I just wanted to finish up some of the points. Uh, the point I wanted to finish up most importantly was the, the conversation we're having about peaks and like how um, everybody has their own idea of what a peak is and like like you know how they're like how people feel like go, reaching the peak, the pin, like you know reaching their peak, you know society's peak is hard uh, it's it's way harder now you know than back then because you know even even with even if you put a lot of effort into it like um 
what I'm trying to say is that, like, like going through it like through like you know going to school and you know finishing university and, and you know like getting a good job and like climbing the corporate ladder like that's not as as possible as it seems to be like you can you can't just like there's no way of reaching the peak through just a conventional way like like you know just um just there's nothing like just like a, a passive way i guess you could say you know just by following a certain path mm-hmm. you know i feel like you need like i feel like i feel like what you said like we need to think like to, to reach the peak now you have to think outside the box mm-hmm. but i feel but i feel like like i said since people have been so disillusioned by uh, of reaching the peak through this kind of work like through working you know and like like working regular jobs or not just regular jobs, but like working corporate jobs or working mm-hmm. or you now being uh you know, what, what's the word for it um being a ent- entrepreneur and stuff like that you know since people kind of yeah well, i guess the general i mean the general public has lost faith in in that kind of um you know and that kind yeah. of uh, which i should plan? should say you you shouldn't but yeah, yeah I, I feel i still think entrepreneurship has a future like look look at all like look, look how many people who made it because you know because they decided to follow the format you know yeah sure like and, and i'm gonna be out something something i want to debunk for all of you guys whoever for those who keep saying that steve jobs and <laughs> steve jobs and um and uh bill gates like you know they're called they're, they're college dropouts and they and they made it uh just remember that they dropped us out of some of the like the most the most prestigious colleges there is okay? yeah they weren't, they weren't like they weren't like your community college dropouts okay There's, yeah yeah, yeah. things you want to keep in mind okay like and i understand dreaming but like you know like if you're gonna dream dream with the facts yeah but i will say if you if you ever have a good idea yeah. for a business or a company or a, or a startup write it down you write do it like write it down and do it and figure it out because there is actually so much money out there that is trying to find those you know what i mean because you'd be There's surprised so yeah, there's so many VC funds that are uh, venture capital. There's so many venture capital funds that are looking for that, that the next thing. Yeah, um, you'd be surprised. Like I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I remember, I think I saw an episode of Shark Tank where like the guy who came up with the I, I don't know if it was the guy who came up with the idea for Grubhub. I don't think it was the guy who came up with the idea for Grubhub, but I think it was like something similar. Like it was a similar idea to like Grubhub. It was like one of the like I think it was one of the first like you know one of these first like delivery services. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like they went on Shark Tank, and then like almost nobody wanted to like you know like pitch in the idea like oh why why you know they just order takeout you know what I mean like and then like look what happened you know what I mean? yeah at the end of the day I think the one thing you can profit off of is um, human laziness and uh, <laughs> also the ability to have an access to a to a wide range of anything but conveniently. Because that's the that's the selling point that I feel like you never saw that that they never saw, is that yeah you can order takeout. We're gonna have to go through on like through the online and like search through different websites and you know mm-hmm. and then individual websites to look at the menus of that one. You can like with the, with the app with Uber Eats or like you know Grubhub, you go on, you type in what kind of food you want, you look at the list of restaurants through the ratings, and then like when <clears> on the part of the menu like of the, of the app and like it immediately just shows you like the best seller foods and like you know stuff like that you yeah know? And you can put like filters and stuff on like oh vegan na, 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 you know what i mean yeah. so like so, so so sure like yeah you could always just call takeout but it's the it's the it's, it's not it's it's the um the how it gives you a much broader um options to choose from in a way that's easily like understandable and accessible it doesn't require a lot of effort yeah, and one of the best ways to, I think, to if you if you're really into entrepreneurship and you really want to, you know, build some kind of a business or something, 
is to like you know as time progresses technology changes things and being one of the companies that you know sort of uses that to revolutionize an existing industry you know just like grubhub i mean like what did they basic all they basically did is uh get get the menus from re- different restaurants uh start make a platform to connect drivers and restaurants and people and then that's it right they basically uh, and, created an outsourcing method for delivery drivers exactly that's that's kind of what they did and they did this and uber does the same thing for you know just just regular like driving you to places Yeah. Um have you ever have you ever tried postmates cuz their postmates is just like a delivery service that kind of is like grab but it's a little more than just food. I yeah, actually wait. Uh postmates. postmates. There's something I, I, I hold postmates. on. There's something there's something there's something exactly like what you're talking about but it's not postmates. I don't yeah. know what it is. It's um maybe it is postmates. No, it's not postmates. Postmates just does food, I think. There's yeah, I mean, one Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Gopuff. It's Gopuff. It's Gopuff. Gopuff. Never heard of it. <laughs> that's what early that's what everyone uses to get alcohol at least. Um hmm. but but they deliver anything you want. They deliver anything you want. You know, just yeah. It's cool. It is cool. It is really cool. But yeah, so so if you ever want to make something do do something that just just change just just changes an industry. Because If you want to make money dressing up in a chicken costume and uh you know burping the alphabet do it just find a way to monetize it put it on a kid channel get on tiktok <laughs> get on tiktok Make see that's channel. actually that's actually a perfectly legitimate business strategy exactly <laughs> could you imagine we bring somebody like an entrepreneur from the 1800s and they ask so how do people make money these days oh by um doing stupid skits on a on a <laughs> no by <laughs> using the most powerful devices in the history of in the history of, of human existence to like make funny videos and, and to make funny videos <laughs> and make people laugh and, and, and you know and, and not with talent it's just by how sheer how the sheer badness that's even a word yeah that's, the, the that's true of their content they would be they would be pretty appalled but they'd be appalled but, but i think for people like me like if i was thrown into the Yeah, that's something we always talk about bringing people back from the past and then like throwing them into the future. But could you imagine like in the future, their their future kids talking about going back to our time and bringing us into the future and then showing their ridiculous, you know, they're showing their ridiculous shit and not like See, I don't I'll think be- I don't think our time is going to be fun. Like there's some there's certain time periods you're like, "Oh man, I'd love to go back to that. I'd love to see that." I don't think anyone ever talks about going back to see, you know, the freaking 30s. or the six, like, you know like, the 60s like what's going to change like nothing if you just throw your phone doesn't work it's going to be like the beginning of like the, like the, the next great depression so they're going to come back here just to see how sad and miserable <laughs> yeah that's what they're they're going to see know? like what was coronavirus like yeah, what was coronavirus like you know or like, or, or like just to see like Because apparently, I, I found out that meme historians are actually is an actual job. So like, we might have oh like my, meme back oh into the past to see like the beginning and like the rise of TikTok and how it slowly became like its own country. <laughs> and like, I don't know uh, what it's gonna be like to tell our grandkids what the hell this time was like. Like, I don't, I don't know what it's gonna be like. It's gonna be really weird. Our, 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 our grandkids, man, we're gonna be talking to their holograms, and then like, we're gonna be like, back in my day, man, like. 
Like you, like you know, we we had back to in my to, day to save to the world, we had to just stay home for three months and watch Netflix. That's that's exactly. what that's how I did it. Exactly. Yeah. That's I saw a meme. It was like uh, it was like how my like how my how my grandpa saved the world, and it's like like a, a scene from World War Two. And then, yeah. like, it's like how I save the world, and it's just like sitting, sitting on a couch, on couch, like in your underwear, eating, <laughs> you know, eating Doritos. Yeah. Like that's, that's it. That's how we did it, kids. But uh, I think, I think, I think, I think the one thing that like one one ups. Okay, I'm not gonna say one. I one ups that. <laughs> but I think the one. I think the thing that's considered that we're at such a risk. I think I think we're we're so, like no, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna say we're, we're at a, a very big risk. But like, I feel like I feel like the less you have to do to not fuck up the more dangerous something has to be the less you only think about that the less you have to do to not fuck okay that up logic i know that logic is kind of like jittery you know what i mean like it, it takes a while to wrap your head around it but like the less you have to do to not fuck something up like right the more dangerous it is yeah i guess that's true yeah wait no you mean the less you have to do to fuck something up yeah, that's the what I'm more dangerous. Yeah, you said to not, and then that that made it the opposite. Okay, so but yeah, yeah the the yeah the easier the easier it is to mess something up, the more dangerous it is. That's basically what you're saying. But yeah, you're right. You're right. That's that's no 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 no. no. I'm talking about the opposite then. <laughs> what the harder it is to mess something up, the more dangerous it is. Yeah, because for, for yeah, because for us it's like how does that make sense? For us it's like just don't go outside, and, and then like if you fuck that up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Is it is it hard to not go outside? Well, okay. I guess yeah. I say <laughs> Tony, I, I think it, I think we've we've all learned in the past three months that the answer to that question is yeah, it is. Okay, but it's not as hard as like running to trenches and shooting at people. But what I'm trying to say is that like that's true. If but you need many many I, you know what, so people. I think, I think what you're trying to say actually is correct because I'm, I think what you're trying to say is, is actually correct because. If doing anything puts you at risk, then I think that shows you the danger. <laughs> so yeah, I think you're right. The, the 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 more the more likely you are to fuck up by the like like what did you say? I'm sorry, my mind. Is the easier it is to mess something up, the dangerous it is. The da- the more exactly. dangerous it is. Yeah. Exactly. Just going outside and like getting a fresh breath of air can kill me at this moment. <laughs> what's and weird I mean, is what's weird is that we don't think about that at all. Like we don't think about like. You know, I, I just recently learned how uh, how risky driving is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how many people die driving is actually huge. More people die driving than riding airplanes, and people are still afraid of, you know. Oh, yeah, it, it's not even close. Like, nobody, nobody dies from airplanes. I mean, as a statistical measure. Yeah, like, statistical it's analysis. so rare that you will die on an airplane. But the, the chance of you dying in a car in a car crash is actually, like, super high. So because, because you're more likely it's more likely for somebody else to fuck up and kill you than for you to fuck up and kill yourself. Unlike airplanes, where airplanes there's only one person that can really fuck up and kill you. Yeah, so it's like, it's your stupidity times the other person's stupidity. So it's like you know, if either person you know messes up, and it's it's just it's regular people. It's not like yeah. the pilot trained ten years and and the, yeah, these motherfuckers read a book and then like did some classes and then they got their license. Yeah, it, it, yeah exactly. Like I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even read the book. <laughs> like, 
I'm gonna be honest with you, aliens must think we're crazy as shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they'd be looking at us humans and then like, like at least in America, like, well, actually no, America's a good example. Like, Europeans think Americans are crazy. Like, seeing like, get, letting 16 year olds, you know, like having the ability to like drive and, you know, kind of like, you know. Well, there's no choice. I mean, if you live I know. far like, away from I know, but then there's like, I don't know, but then there's like other places where I think I think the driving is like 14, and you know, and then to us that's crazy, you know what I mean? Because these yeah. 14 year olds listening to kids bop, you know, driving, <laughs> driving a jeep. <laughs> well, I think the, the stupidest, the stupidest part of almost, our society. Almost killing you while you're driving your blue Prius, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know the, what I mean? the stupidest thing about the, so I can't believe what we were talking about before we got into medieval history. You uh, the the peaks. <laughs> you were you were making a point about peaks. Exactly. What is every time I try to get into my point about peace, we either go off into economics, like pandemics, or like medieval history. You see, you see what I mean? I can't keep on. Just that. you gotta make the point, because if, if you still not made it, <laughs> yeah, I still haven't made the point. Well, what was the point? You talked about it for like for like five minutes before I interjected. I was gonna say that like I feel like since people are so disillusioned, so let me just get out with it. I feel like since people are so disillusioned with the um, you know taking the uh the, the corporate slash business career path you know or like just a regular job career path because they can't reach their peak you know that whatever they consider sure. that peak is sure, sure, sure. well people have people have, like instead of these uh, habit like since they don't they, they feel very iffy about relying on um in uh, okay that's not the best for either i guess uh, like what, what's a what, what's a word that's not like intelligence but it also has to do with how well you can do a non-physical task skill Okay, but I don't want to use that because skill can apply to a lot of things. Um, aptitude. Okay, that's so, so competence. Mind, but, uh, no, no, you see, you see, because then what the point I'm gonna make afterwards is gonna make sound like I'm insulting people. Okay. So like, cool. like that's why the reason why like a lot of people like their pipe dreams instead of being like oh working at a corporation and reaching like the top of the ladder like a lot of people's pipe dreams are like uh, I want to be a sports player you know using their like they think that like you know if they train their bodies enough and like you know. They, they, they become enough uh, physically enough like at the peak level then they'll be able to reach that peak i think i think but to debunk the whole sports thing is that it, it's a simple problem with the, having doctors you know i mean you can only have a certain number of uh, sports players yeah i was gonna say yeah. it's it's so much like so much more likely well it depends on who you are yeah. but i'm just saying like the amount of people who are trying to have successful business careers is like those people are having so much more success on average per person than yeah. the people trying to get into sports because there's only so many teams, but exactly so, so many, many players. So many, there's so many sports, so many teams, <clears throat> so many leagues, so many you know. Yeah. And, and then like they also and then other people try to go in through like entertainment. They want to be actors, singers, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. But like they also, I think they also don't consider like how much of a like you know like. Uh, like how much of a what's the word? I, I'm not like, like just how much of a how tough the business uh, is. I mean, how how exactly, you know, exactly. how tough the, the market is. If you talk to yeah, one, I think you one of these days, then you should totally have um, you should have Caleb and Ava on here. Um, but I, well, yeah, yeah, I told you. And for those people who don't know, um, they're, they're the two friends of mine that uh, that um, they, they they're really into like the entertainment business. Yeah, so they're they're could, they're heavily uh, involved in in entertainment yeah. and um, and like they'll i've talked to them about this and and they told me just how hard it is to to you know just with acting it's 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 impossible you know what i mean i mean the amount of people who are trying to get into acting versus how many acting roles there are and how many people can actually make decent money from acting it, it's yeah, just insane 
there's only a certain number of movies and there's only a certain <laughs> number of good movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. On top of there's only being a certain number of roles available for a certain number of movies. Yeah. There's also only a certain number of them that's actually going to make bank. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so but, the, but the problem is that people think that though, I think, like I said, I think it's not just the way, like, the world is becoming. I think, I think the world has painted such a bleak, like, vision. I think a, a bleak picture of itself. That people think that living normally will never like living or doing things that are normal will never allow them to reach the peak that they want which in in a way it's true but i think about leave, living trying to trying to go after the app doesn't 100 mean you're going to reach your peak either we have to remember no matter how hard you try you have to remember a peak is a peak for a reason exactly. right i mean it's not that every single person on the entire planet can reach every peak you know because then it wouldn't be a peak so yeah like yeah i mean it's, it's kind of just natural to understand that you know people who go into acting like you know it's not that every, not everyone can be in the biggest movies or have the highest paying roles in those movies yeah um so because then you know it would be you know what i mean it would be like like it, it, it just you what would you wouldn't even have a list like everyone would be a list you know you wouldn't have a list you know Exactly. Uh, it wouldn't even make sense so so but people only see those people people only see the richest and biggest movie stars and so they kind of think that that's much they i don't know if they think it's attainable but they you know i blame first first things first i blame the entertainment industry one and second i blame it i blame every other industry for making it seem so unappealing you know what i mean for seeming for no, making think, what their industry I mean, seem unappealing I I think no. I think the entertainment industry has taken a has also like manipulated people in the way that like it shows the entertain. They always show the entertainment industry in a, such a wonderful light. You know what I mean? Like becoming an actor, becoming a sports star. Like you know, if you try hard enough, if your heart if your heart follows your, your yeah will, exactly, and you you push it past your limits, yeah. you will reach out. But then they and then they and you know how they paint like every other industry, The Office. <laughs> ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
No, but I feel like I feel like if somebody has told me this like ten years earlier, it's like it's like it's like a teacher assigning a sixty-page essay three like a month before, and no, like three months before, and then assigning a sixty-page essay two weeks before. <laughs> you know what I mean? If somebody told me to do this when I was like twelve years old, then I could have done my research throughout the ten, like you know, throughout yeah. the, the the years yeah. now. Yeah. Telling me to do all this shit now, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, well, yeah, we don't, we don't. This is we don't expose like kids to career paths at all. Too much. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't tell. We don't tell kids uh, about about like actually what is what are the different career paths. I mean, this is what I used to do at prep. You know, I I was the founder of um, the business club at prep, and mm-hmm. uh, prep is my high school. Um, uh, that's that's our colloquial name for it. And um, can can I just say something real yeah. quick? I find it kind of funny that you you went to a school called Georgetown Prep and then you went to Georgetown. So Georgetown Prep was only preparing you for Georgetown. Uh, yeah. Well, it was also part of the. It, it's the same. It used to be part of the same institution. So I know, but I just think it's kind of funny that you went you, like you literally went to a place that was preparing you for this. Yeah, yeah I know. It's kind of, <laughs> it was literally like like you know. It's like imagine if there was a place called Harvard Prep. You know what I mean? Like there actually Harvard is. Prep. There are well. You see what I mean? Like it's not actually called Harvard college. Prep. It's like Harvard Westlake Prep or something. It's like, but it's it, I don't think it actually has anything to do with the college. Yeah. But yeah, but there's a bunch of um. So this is a very very right. tiny tangent. I'm just gonna mention. There's like a bunch of colleges in the U.S. Primarily like Catholic ones or something or you know. It might actually be mostly Jesuit ones. I don't actually know. Um, that have high schools that used to teach high school kids, and their high schools have separated from them, but they still maintain a, a link. Um, yeah. So like Boston College has one, Fordham has one. Uh, there's a there's a bunch of others. You know, there's a bunch of others. Um, but anyway, um, and so I was I had the business club, and and what we did was we had. Um, we brought alumni back to campus to give talks about their careers. You know what I mean? Um, and it was, it was, I, I thought it was the best service I could possibly do because I was almost surprised it wasn't happening. Because um, we, our alumni network. Had, alumni are people who have graduated. I think they know that at least. Um, <laughs> That's terminology. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, so, so people who graduated, that's, that's the alumni. So the preps alumni are really awesome. Like they're they're generally very successful and well connected, and we loved bringing them back because they, you know, it was just it was really great to, you know, they would just tell us all sorts of, all sorts of stuff about, you know, it would it would it would open it would tell you a lot. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean if you're just a kid in high school, you have no idea what um, what most career paths look like. You just have no clue. So, you know bringing back these people was the best service I could have really done um, and I, I I wonder what's going on with that club now um, but but yeah so that's what that's what we did and I just don't think people get enough exposure to it because you know, it's just you're too busy learning freaking you know you know honors bio or whatever you know what I mean like people are too busy you know what I, you know what I'm saying like you're you're too busy you know doing whatever 
whatever crap you're never going to use in high school. Not to say that biology is not is not good to learn. Actually, I think biology is probably one of the ones that you should. Probably going to use the biology a lot more than a lot of other You're probably, stuff. yeah, you're probably going to use biology more than other stuff. Probably, I don't know. I wonder if I made a list of, of what you wouldn't use. Um, a tier list? Yeah, like a, t- <laughs> a, t- like a tier list. A tier list. You know? You're a comeback show, like... Prepare a tier list. We'll, we'll, we can go through like an entire tier list, you know. Yeah, I, of, uh, of... I can make a whole. I can make a whole list, but um, but there's a lot of you. Everyone knows who. Everyone who has been to high school knows that there's almost most of the stuff you learned. You will not use it. Um, you know this. Um, I, I don't. I don't know this because I still haven't like. Hit, I don't. I, like, I, I guess the way I guess you could say I haven't still hitting like I still haven't hit the deck yet. I still haven't, um, you know been thrown into the real world yet you know i'm, oh, still, I'm still here like yeah, yeah. i mean yeah i think college and then i find out how much i'm actually gonna use then i'm gonna be, i'm gonna understand what you well mean. even in college you're not gonna use <laughs> it depends on what you study i mean it depends on you know what you study and where you go but but um you know uh i it, it, it's just important but anyway so the, so the my advice is just always do your homework the system sucks we need to expose more kids to like actual freaking jobs and and i was i was gonna ask try, try to throw a bit of more existential dread yeah <laughs> you know too much i don't want to throw a more existential dread because you know it's actually not that bad i mean there are paths out there there are ways to make no it. no i mean i mean because i was about to make a point i was about to make a point that i don't know it might scare people what's the point to think about i don't know should i should i do make, it should I, I do know. it how are you, how are you? it's that i dare you it's that <clears throat> I think I gotta get to my whispering voice. I think, I think the point that I'm trying to make here is that have you noticed that every single animal out there, be it squirrels, you know, rabbits, dolphins, <clears throat> you know, like eagles, every kind of animal out there, they fight to live. You know, you know what I mean. But it, it seems that. <laughs> this it seems that, but, but like it seems that living for us is almost like second nature you know what i mean like we we don't live, fight to live we live to fight you know but we're like it's we're... not hard it's not hard it's not hard to live for a human you know what i mean like like um, as long as long as you as long as you you know you stick to the system you know you you're very much likely to make it out alive yeah. all right but i think what people don't realize you know is that in real life Okay, let's talk about in nature. The system's against you. It's a comp- it's a competition. Yeah. Someone's trying to eat you. You're trying to eat someone else. You know. And at the end of the day, there's only so much food to go around. Well, so so that's um... even even though we're living in a safe society, even though we're living in a society like I said, where you're you're, you're already born with uh, with some help. You're already you're already like you already have a good like twenty years of your life that you're gonna be that you're gonna be pretty much li- like doing the free trial of life. There's gonna be a point in, in, in time out in life that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have to fight for your place. You're gonna have to fight to live. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's not and it's, it's not because the world is cruel, but because that's but because this is the default. When fighting the survival is the default. Fight to live. I don't. Well, what do you? You're, what point are you making here? You're we're <laughs> you're gonna have to fight to. You just said we don't have to fight to live. No, no, no. But I mean, but I mean, like to, live, to fight to live the life that you want. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Exactly. That's true. You know, like, like I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, <clears throat> you could totally just slip and like live at the very bottom of society and just 
feed off of like and, and just feed off of like you know just the the bare minimum and do the bare minimum to survive because that's the thing about us humans like we, like even if you do the bare minimum you're, you're still gonna manage to pass by mm. but that's not but the problem with us is that we've kind of evolved to the point where living is not our purpose anymore like well i think so there's I, a... we reached a point where we have to we have to make our own purpose at this point actually this and is to quote an eight... so can i just make a point real quick <laughs> So that's 100% true, and there's a good reason. I mean, we are a species that is was evolved to live in a scarce world, you know, where resources, where food, where everything is scarce, and we've left that. We live in a post-scarcity world, you know what I mean? So we're not actually evolved to, to deal with this. This is why, um, just to make an interesting point, this is why people, like, this is sort of like why people get fat, you know what I mean? Because yeah, <laughs> you know, because you're because if you're that's what happened to our species. Yeah, it, it, that's actually a really good, that's exactly it. You know, because you, we're trained to eat food and then we store it, and then when we don't have food, we use that energy. You know what I mean? But we never don't have food. But the thing is, it's not possible for us to recognize that because we're evolved to not have food. You know what I mean? There is no, there is no, like, it's so hard to get us to stop or any animal to stop, actually. Um, yeah. Because, you know, it's just the, the, the animals who don't ever stop are the ones who are, who kept living. You know what I mean? They're the ones who yeah. kept surviving all these years. And, 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 and can, I make, like, can I make an extra point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I, can I do like... Yeah. Can I divert from your point that diverted from my yeah, point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, this is like the first time I diverted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, there's one thing I hate when people say that, like, humans are, like, human, like humans bad, nature yeah, good. Yeah, that's stupid. You know what I mean? Like, that age-old arg- argument where, like, oh, humans are just inherently so evil stupid. and then, like, nature should come back and take over everything. And I'm like, it's not that humans are inherently evil. Any, I feel like any other animal in our position would have also, <laughs> is, it would also poison the world. That's why we have evasive species. Yes. Yeah. That's how everything works. I mean, humans, humans, the only difference between us and those guys is that humans are the ultimate evasive species. <laughs> yeah. We are the ultimate evasive species. That's the only reason. That's the only difference between us and them. That's why we can cause so much damage. Yeah. But you know what? That's the only difference, yeah. right? You we really, saying, I mean, we really are just working like, off our own nature. And it's the yeah. same nature as every other. No, not the same, but it's, it's a very, very similar nature to every other animal. Uh, so if the world was ruled by, you know, raccoons, like you better, (laughs) you know, you better know that they would take full advantage of it. Um, you know, I think, I think, and the one thing people have to realize, I think the one thing that makes humanity better than nature is that at least we have some sort of morals. (laughs) You know what I mean? At least we feel bad. Right. Like that, that, like, like, like. I'm pretty sure if any other animal has reached our point evolution-wise, like imagine if imagine if like reptiles became the dominant species, mm-hmm. they don't have the ability to feel bad. You know, like they they literally they're well, you don't know that. Well, like, do, do you know that they don't? What do you mean? Feel 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 yeah. like emotions? Yeah. Oh no, I know I know they feel they feel things, but like they don't feel like the same way we feel because the way we feel or, or is like an evolutionary like you know. Emotions are an, are an evolutionary trait that's been evolved because of our, our uh, the way we work as a social yeah, group. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's like that's why dogs relate to us so much because they also have like they also are like so they're also social animals. Yeah, 
I'm talking about like, if, like, like a non-social pro- animal had taken over. Yeah, non-social animals like you know, like like you know, evolved <clears throat> and became as smart as. Well, I think that's they wouldn't have. You're you're right, yeah. but then the the problem with that is it's sort of like you you, you almost it's need to be a social animal to take over. You need to be a social sure. animal to to do all this. And actually, it's kind of funny, the fact that we were able to humans were able to you know just dominate the world is really a fluke. You know what I mean? The, it's a fluke because we're the only ones to discover that, like, you know, having a sharp stick is way better than, like, having claws or fangs. Because with a sharp stick, at least you can... Yeah, exactly. It. Like, the fact that we... <laughs> the fact that we just made... We had opposable thumbs and we have hands that can hold things just changed yeah. the ball game completely. You know what I mean? There was some random chimpanzee out there that saw, like, a lion coming towards it. And in a split second, he just grabbed the rock and threw it at it. And, the, and it hit right, the lion right in the fucking eye. And the lion got, like, pissed itself and ran away. And then the, the monkey's like, holy shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they just discovered, like, they discovered, like, the oh, like the, like the prehistoric nuke. Yeah. Which is just uh, the rock. The rock was the prehistoric yeah. nuke. It could end every animal. Yeah, but there's no... Fear the so, rock. like, the only thing standing between us and and chimps really is a slightly bigger brain because we evolved that you know we we, you know just 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 evolution sort of made us realize that well really so first it's the hands so first it's being able to like pick stuff up and build things and move things and that you know what that requires is that requires larger brain capacity and so so That freaks me out how big of a brain you have to do just to do the most basic shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like by our stand. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just to just to like pick up rocks and bang them together and like make tool and just use tools like even the most simplest like using a stick to get like ants from a you know from a from a tree. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. that requires a level of brain capacity that we we we've surpassed of course, but like like it still puts you a, a a step above every other animal. Yeah, and it's really it's amazing just how like it's not we're not super different we just had this trait happen to us you know what i mean we just happen it just happened that a couple monkeys uh figured out how to hold some sticks you know and 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 eventually evolution realized you know through evolution uh the monkeys who had bigger brains were able to wield those sticks a little bit better than the other monkeys and 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 so we developed bigger brains than everyone else and the other monkeys brought a fist to us to a stick fight yeah yeah it's it's like you know what i mean like they say that like you know dolphins are so intelligent and, and ele- elephants are so intelligent and they are i mean compared to other animals but yeah there's just no mechanism for the elephants to take over the world you know what i mean yeah unless their trunks evolve like opposable thumbs yeah unless yeah, unless that happens you know which actually i mean this calls into uh, that we now we're really getting into like mega tangent but but yeah but like if you think about aliens right think about aliens the it's actually the odds are pretty good that aliens that they kind of don't kind of look like yeah exactly that, that aliens if they exist if aliens exist they would need to not there would not not just need to be life on another planet you know what i mean there would need to be a really 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 specific kind of life to evolve on a planet yeah. for for those for a species to be able to leave it you know to like to build put some put a rocket together and leave it you know what i mean it, it makes the odds so small that that you know any that there's all that there's any aliens in, in the milky way 
and that mm. if there are, they're probably gonna they're probably gonna look like us. You know, they're probably gonna look like us. Yeah. Um, in in biology, there's a and they could have gotten there a different way, but in biology, there's like a term. It's called um, it's it, it's your phenotype. So it's like what results. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like what actually occurs physically. And then there's like the yeah. genotype, which is what's coding for what. So like yeah. bats and you know bats and uh, birds have similar phenotype because they can you know they fly. And then like, uh, but they have very different genotypes. They go they get to that position really different ways. Um, we can at least expect them to have thumbs. Yeah, hundred ex- percent. We can at least expect them to have hands and brains and and. And, and, a, and like a, and a, and a head and a head at least and all that like there's really no world in which just it's very hard it's very hard to, to like unless uh, maybe tentacles but no but it's very hard it's very hard to like make things unless you have opposable yeah. thumbs you yeah. know what I mean exactly so you're you're gonna expect a sa- the same phenotype even if they have different genes than us even if they have different you know different even stuff's going on inside are- what, what did you say? Sorry, what, what? what did you say? Even if they were silicone-based instead of carbon-based. Yes. Although I have no idea how that would work. But yeah, yeah, that's that's one hundred percent right. So, so to, to take away from from your, we got to aliens from from your uh, <laughs> career, <laughs> from our career tangent. From from the career discussion. The problem with my tangents. My tangents aren't tangents. So like when I go on a tangent, I go on a tangent. Yeah, you really do. I, you really separate from. <laughs> the conversation completely and things that we've been building off each other's tangents because i was going on a tangent and then you went on a tangent from my yeah. tangent and i went on a tangent from yeah that's tangent. right just... i kind of forgot where we're like i kind of forgot our way back so i don't know if we should just jump back into like the main conversation or if like if we try to work our way back to the tangents maybe maybe we maybe we should just do it oh maybe we should just try something totally totally new because we were during the break we were talking about um uh, yeah. We were talking about like just TV and 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 and. Uh... Oh yeah, bro! Like there's some some stuff that we were talking about. Um, we're talking, we're talking so we were about, talking about like how how uh, you know disappointing endings to good series. Yeah, disappointing endings to good. It, yeah, and and how how uh, just so everyone knows, um, the way we got to talking about that was, um, I have just finished watching How I Met Your Mother on, on Hulu. Um, it's just it. I recommend it to every single person alive. It's such a good show. Uh, it's probably one of the best shows in, in TV history. But it's got the worst ending. It's got the worst ending. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it. Everyone knows it. I'm not gonna say it. But it's got the worst ending in TV history. And um, uh, we were just talking about how, you know, this seems to be a trend. When you look now. at good, yeah. When you go to like when you look at good series like uh, How I Met Your Mother, Game of Thrones. Um, what's another series that was good? Scrubs. Um, I don't know if I like Scrubs that much. Uh, what else? Uh, what's another good series? Made what? me watch Scrubs a lot. Uh, anyway, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of a good series that had a horrible ending. Um, uh, House of Cards. Um, House of Cards. But that was uh, that was due to some. You're very right. That that was because Kevin Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> that was due to some very different reasons. Than the reasons I'm about to. I feel that. like they could have um, made the show good, even though I mean, like. I feel I feel like the writing. If you look at the ratings, they're so bad compared to the previous seasons. Like for for the last the last season of House of Cards, is so atrociously reviewed. 
Um, and it's not just because Doctor Who. I have yeah, no idea how Doctor yeah. Who ended. I didn't I never watch Doctor Who. Oh, it didn't end yet. It's still going, but I'm talking about what they're trying to do with the new Oh, okay. Is. Okay. Is it still going? What the hell? This show has been going on for almost 20 years, man. 30 years, actually. Oh, my God. I remember, I, was, I, used, I remember, like, man, I used to watch, I think I started watching it, like, I watched, I watched it in 2014, but, like, I know the series, like, the, like, the new iteration that has been going on since 2010. Oh, my God. This is... But it's this series. This series. This series goes back so far that I think there's some episodes that are in black and white. That's how far this series is going. Like we are on. We're on like the, the uh, Doctor Who fans would kill me if I get this wrong. We're on like the 12th or 13th Doctor. Oh my God! Play this role, Dude. and they're all in. Not technically the same person in the context of the story. Yeah, I know. I know. I've watched at least one season of Doctor. But okay. Oh okay. my God. <laughs> oh my God. I will say if you ever have. Um, if you ever have Caleb and Ava on, they're gonna talk to you nonstop about Doctor Who. So, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. That or Star Wars. Yeah, or Star. Oh yeah, do not bring up Star Wars. Star Wars, man. Star Wars is another good example. You know what I mean? That's yeah, Star Wars is a really good example because the the last three movies have been terrible. Yeah. You know. No, the first movie, the first, the first of the the the, the sequel trilogy was no. good. Force no, it wasn't. Good. Force no, Awakens. it wasn't. Force Awakens. It, Force Awakens. It, it, no, you lose so many points for just ripping off the plot. Like, okay, okay. Of the original? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of, new, of New Hope. Okay, okay. Think about this. Let's say I'm giving you a test, okay? Okay. Let's say I give you a test. And even though the answers are right, let's say that you stole them, okay? Let's say it's literally plagiarism, 100%. Okay, what score do I give you? I give you a zero. That's how this works. So no, <laughs> no, the first one is not the best. Yeah, if you've never seen, if you've never seen a New Hope, okay, maybe it's good. But if you've seen a New Hope, you know it's the same movie. So I keep forgetting that you're, you're a Star Wars fan. I am. Yeah, I am a Star Wars fan. I keep forgetting you're a Star Wars fan. Yeah, I know. I don't talk about it too much. I keep forgetting people. The problem is, because over here, over here in Europe, I'm not saying uh, people don't watch Star Wars, but at least a lot of my friend, Euro- European friends, like they have never watched Star Wars in their life. Oh, that's a big disappointment. Not even the Clone Wars TV that's show. That's a big disappointment. And I'm like, and and, and, I'm, and that's what, and that's like, this is such a good portion of them that I'm I'm actually in the in the minority for for watching Star really? Wars. Really? Wow. Yeah. Virtually everyone I so know kind of has watched. Kind of what I remember that there's people out there that people that I know that I'm that, that I'm friends with that actually watch Star Wars. Like to me, yeah. it's like. Right. Side note: ev- Everyone forgot. in the United like, States has watched Star Wars. Literally, ev- every single person. At least person. one TV or at least either one movie or at least the TV. Yeah, it, it, everyone's at least watched something. Whether it's, I'm gonna be honest with you. If it wasn't for the, I think it was the, I think the Clone Wars. Yeah. Same. Just, just a quick tip for people who watch Star Wars. We'll go, we'll get back to our regular scheduled uh, talk. <laughs> but just for the people who know Star Wars, I think the Clone Wars, because everybody said the prequels sucked, mm-hmm. right? But I think the Clone Wars is what basically, like, made what turned the prequels into a ma- into a masterpiece. Yeah, I think that's true. Because it gave because it gave a lot of content. Well, I don't know and... that the prequels are a masterpiece, but just seeing, I mean, seeing the new trilogy. But it made it, but I, oh, I, I, but it made it way better than the prequel trilogy. Another <clears throat> prequel. Oh sequel. yeah, I mean, I think that it's made us appreciate the prequel trilogy, and because the Clone Wars gave so much. Because I almost say Phantom Menace was good. Phantom Menace was good. Mm, yeah. The one after that sucks, and then the third one also sucks. No, the, the third, third one is amazing. Sucks. The third one's great. 
No, it's only good because the Clone Wars gave so much. No, I watched it before the Clone Wars, and I thought it was great. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're wrong. Everyone, no, people disagree about about the first two, but everyone likes the third one. Everyone. It's one of. I like the first one. I like the first one, and like some, I like the third one. But I'm saying the Clone Wars made me appreciate it a whole lot more, like on the same level as the original. That is true. Well, it's good to now that we've seen the sequels. It's kind of laughable. I mean, if you there's no like. There's no like grand story that's being told with the prequels. It's just, I mean, with the sequels, it's just kind of like just bullshit. And with it's because there's no there's no context. You know what I mean? Like there's not just no context, like, only, but there's no you, you you only get the context literally in the last movie. You get the context for the whole situation. Like you know what I mean? Like through the first two like sequel movies, you're literally flying by the seat of your pants. Like shit just shit just happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They did. They really did. They did no world building. They did no like just kind of explaining. Or what they did, they, they like, and when they did, they didn't world build on the pre. They didn't build world build on the basis of the previous world building. They were literally just world building like over there, over there, over there, over there, over there. They, they weren't building on the foundation of what was built before. They were literally just building random. Yeah, shit, exactly. You know? like, and I mean, if you look at, it's like, it's like building a Lego. It's like building a Lego car, like a Lego boat, like a Lego car, yeah. right? And you built you, so like the first, the, the first, the prequels and the sequels built like the chassis, yeah. right? And then like instead of building the wheels. Like you immediately start building, you start, immediately start building like the like the, the inside seats. You yeah. know what I mean? Like or like you know just ra- like the like the random like wheels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like not the wheels, like, like so part like random parts yeah. of the engine instead of actually like building it step by step. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like the pro- like if you watch the prequels, it's actually such a smart. I'm gonna I'm okay with spoiling. Okay, small thing. I may spoil the prequels, but like they've been out for 20 years. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me think, wait, wait, wait. Actually, yeah, it's been 20 years. If you watch the clone. And if you watch the Clone Wars, you pretty you pretty much you already like, know exactly. Already know. So I'm gonna just okay. If you don't want to hear it, you can skip ahead. But um, yeah. the whole thing, you know, it's actually such a smart, really really cool uh, overall plot, right? That that Palpatine exactly. is this guy. The, the really and and it really is that the prequels are really about Palpatine. You know, I mean, they're really about Palpatine, and they're also about Anakin, but they're really about Palpatine. Um, Yeah. About how you have this guy who manages to to take to find a way to take this democracy into a full tyrannical empire by creating, you know, just this perceived threat that he's just created. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. also found a way to make the you know their own their own forces completely loyal only to him. I mean. It's a really and to cool quote, thing, and, yeah. and it has it has historical like you know analogies. So yeah, it's a very 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 cool plot overall. I mean, the acting could have been better. Yeah. You know, I think the execution could have yeah. been better. But the overall plot is genius, and the sequel overall yeah. plot is terrible. It doesn't exist. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't exist. You know what? And you know what makes it worse? The different directors is that for any. No, and for anybody who watched The Mandalorian, you know that they can they can make yes good, like sequel. Yes, theories. I just finished I finished Mandalorian uh, like a month or two ago. It was so good. I finished it like two weeks ago. <laughs> That's so I, good, man. It's so it's so good, and I'm like, this is what the movies could have yeah. been if they weren't so focused on like trying to appeal to a, like trying to appeal to a newer generation. I guess yeah. you could say. 
And even then, they did a good job appealing to the newer generations with the Clone Wars TV yeah. series. Yeah, the Clone you know Wars I mean? TV series has nothing to do with the with the original with the original movies. It has nothing to do with it. Like literally, actually, it has lots. Of it. Well, actually, it has more to do with the prequels. Yeah, but I, I mean, I mean, it's yeah, not it's like, like. But it's like you don't have to watch it to understand what's going on. That's yeah, like you could just oh, also, not um, pretend like it didn't exist. You know what I mean? And yeah, also, uh, we're, we're reaching, we're reaching a, a time. We're gonna have to go into uh, one more uh, one more. Uh, <laughs> One more uh, break. <laughs> this is the last break. I, uh, the last part is really. So yeah, man. Then like, then he like turns himself into a pickle man. It's like, it's like it's shit, man. It's a funny thing, you know. And it's like, and like, like Janice was like, you know, like wubba lubba dub dub, and I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? And she's like, yeah, I don't know either. And I'm like, I'm in great pain, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And then the, then the coconuts came in, and you know, like I was drinking the coconut, and you know, and then after that, it was just a big blur. You know what I mean? I just know I woke up with a llama. Anyway, <laughs> oh shit, I'm recording. Anyway, uh, hi everybody, welcome back to <laughs> the commercial break, and <laughs> I'm here with uh, I'm here with <laughs> We're just having a grand old time now recording this. Yeah. Episode. Yeah, we're just going to record the final part, man. Like, yeah, oh, okay. We we promise we're going to wind it up. We promise this is the last. The last promise. This, this, I'm probably going to have to split this episode into two parts, man. It's going to be my first three-parter episode. I have, I have to do it, yeah. Or like I said, I'll, I'm going to make the ninth and tenth episode. It's going to be the same <laughs> you know, segment. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So, yeah. Anyway, don't just ignore what we were talking about beforehand. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to the to the context of uh, what we're talking about now. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm just out of the blue, out of the blue. Um, I remember one time an alien once asked me, you know, what does pur- what is purpose to you? I mean, what like what is, what is purpose? What do you think is purpose, Sanjay? Well, I mean, uh, okay, so there's, so obviously, like, you you mean what is the purpose of life? That's what's what purpose of life. What do you think is purpose itself? Well, purpose itself is is just is the reason for doing something, right? So I, you know, when we say purpose, we mean, you know, what's the, we mean the the point, the reason that you did something, made something. Whatever, so what a perp. That's what purpose technically is. Um, that's what that's how we use mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, so it, it. I guess the what. So what? What, what is that? Is that your question, or do you actually want to know about, about the what people normally talk about? I just want to hear your opinion. What you think purpose is? Well, that that's that's my opinion. It's a, it's a word, and you can know, look it up in the, in the dictionary. Like I said, my memory is kind of faulty right now. It's been a while, you know. I think we've been talking about it. Yeah, um, yeah. What, what, what did you say beforehand? Like you asked me uh, the purpose of life. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, to me, the so, purpose of I mean, life is this very. The reason why I didn't want to ask the purpose of life because to me, the, to me, the purpose of life is just very simple. It's in the name. The purpose of life is to live. And I don't even mean that in like a philosophical, like posted on your Facebook with an inspirational quote way. I mean like. The purpose of life is to stay alive. Mm. Reproduce, maybe. Reproduce right. if you believe in, like, if you believe that that's a, you know, that's the, the next step. But yeah, purpose of life is to live, right. stay alive, don't die. That's the purpose of life. 
but don't prolong your life like unnaturally that's that is that goes against the purpose of life just to live as long and uh, just live as long as you can naturally sure at least my opinion but again, from, from I, science, I get from, that. from a scientific standpoint but i think really the the real thing is that there is so now okay we're gonna get really existential here there is no um, purpose well, yeah, I mean, I think I think there is no there is no purpose in the way that we think of it. So we think of it as, you know, we're here to do a really specific thing because that's just what our that's what a purpose is. You know, when I build a phone, like the phone is supposed to do this, that, yeah. and the other thing. Um, but you know, what we are is basically a a the result of you know organisms that you know have survived just because that's what they do you know mm-hmm. what i mean you could say that that's their purpose but it's also it's it's not it, it's like ah this is complicated <sighs> technically all organisms are here because they have successfully you know lived and reproduced that's just it works that's why they exist yeah. and that doesn't mean that that's their purpose right because it's not like someone you know kind of came in and was like okay we're gonna we're gonna put this here we're gonna do this here um but it's more like <clears throat> it's what works you know what i mean it's a it's this is gonna get this is this is gonna sound weird and it's gonna get really calm i i just to, just so everyone knows i i was not Tony specifically did not ask me this during the break, um, so I'm I'm very much on the spot here. Um, but well, because I thought the reaction would be way better if I asked him on the spot than if I were to if I were to give him the time to think about it. Because I feel like it's way more raw, real, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so I I, I think there there really is no purpose. You know what I mean? Like, there dub. is a sort oh, of <laughs> yeah. There's like a sort of like almost a de facto purpose of live and reproduce but that's not really what people think yeah. of and that's only because you had a couple cells that you put together with water and hydrogen and, and it's been a long time since AP bio okay so i don't actually remember the whole thing but uh and that you know this this res, you know this results in organisms that do stuff right they can some can take in energy from the sun and some can you know consume other organisms and and, and, and isn't it weird to and, think about it like there was some there was some random like freaking rock okay this is going to be very simplified but there was some random ass rock that thought to himself you know fuck it i'm just going to be open creature. yeah i mean <laughs> i'm just going to live you know what i mean well it wasn't a rock it wasn't but a rock, it was it was like, a sort of just it was a group it, it's a group of of technically you know i guess a group of chemicals and molecules that have this weird reaction when they're together and they create us basically they create you know a living an organism that you know that is alive and all that this thing all that this thing is the reason it's here is just because you know it's uh, job was Hmm? Yeah, it's totally random. It is totally random. Or, or unless you subscribe and... to the to the to the to the to, to the other theory, where like a meteor came from the from from the sky, and then like alien bacteria was on it, and then the alien bacteria is what sprouted into like life on here on Earth. Which, yeah, that's actually that's actually, I've heard that. Yeah, that's actually a real thing. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it technically results in the same thing because like 
that would have had to, you know, that somewhere that would have had to be. Eventually, you'd you know, have to trace it back far enough that you know you you'd find out. Yeah, it can't be like a meteor every yeah, time. Yeah, it can't you know be a meteor I mean? every time. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that does that's not how this works. <laughs> yeah. So so eventually, it just has to you know sprout up randomly. And then, um, and then, but yeah, so we're we're like it's weird because we're we're really just these animals that have that are are here because we're good at this yeah it's not that it's not really that someone put us together with like a little you know like the watchmaker thing you know put us together with uh with with a express purpose but it's more like we're here because it turns out that that uh this combination of cells is good at keeping itself alive you know what i mean yeah um and that's kind of that that gets us stuck because now we have to say all right well what do we do is that all we do like that's it it's just live and reproduce um and and there is no answer there is literally no answer i mean there's a whole school of thought i don't know if you've ever heard of absurdism um it's this whole existential school of thought which is just like trying to find meaning in the world is pointless pointless. it's pointless it's absurd you know and that's that's where they get the name and and you know what existentialists do they're like well we we produce our own purpose then there is no purpose there is no meaning so we make it we decide what it's going to be yeah um, but I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like the only reason why we question it so much is because we're bored. <laughs> and what I mean by that, I mean that by that, I think we're bored as a species. Because, like, mm, no other, yeah. I feel like other animals don't question this because, like, they're too busy. Like, like if, if, like I said, if our purpose really is to stay alive and reproduce, other animals, like, they're, they're, like, they're struggling to complete that purpose. You know what I mean? They're struggling yeah. to stay alive and they're struggling to reproduce. Uh, uh, like us, yeah. we the humans. Uh, most of the time, we're only struggling with the first part. I mean, with the second part. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, okay. yeah, so, yeah, like, I, I, I got you. A, but yeah, it's like, it's like, like uh, complete our purpose very easily. I think we're just purpose like purposely bored is not is not is not like the, the best way. To yeah, I think we're just. I think I think we we just find like the most basic like our I guess our most basic purpose to be too easy. So we're trying to find other purposei, purposes, purpose, purposes. I think it's purposes. Purposes, but I don't have no idea. Yeah, I I feel that. I think I think that's right. And I um, I feel, I, feel I like think that Potomai and cacti has has. <clears throat> fucked up an entire language man because now because now they added like a whole other option <laughs> you know what i mean they added a whole other option that no one was expecting <laughs> is it is is octopi right octopi yes uh hippopotami yes and cacti i think i think they're, I, th- I think they're the ones that, that come off the top of my head there's got to be more I, i'm sure there's yeah, got to be more of course of course but um, anyway uh I, what, what was that but yeah, i think we're i think i'm gonna say purpose side because i find it funny so i think i think we're just looking for purpose side you know what i mean Right, could be purposes too, like crises. Anyway, okay, anyway, all right. Um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's right. And it, 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 the worst part is basically, you know, we're not designed for this. We're designed to struggle. We're designed to, to struggle. Not. not even achieve. Yeah, it's not a struggle anymore. We're not designed for this. And 
and this is actually you know it's actually kind of funny it's why um it's why we i guess this is weird but it's why we're never satisfied it's why people are never satisfied is because as we're the animals who, who were we're not we don't we're not used hmm? to the feeling of being satisfied but more than that, the animals who ever got satisfied died. died. <laughs> the, yeah, the the animals who were over who were ever like, man, I don't really feel like having any more kids, or I don't feel like eating any more food, or I don't want to feel like hoarding any more resources. Those guys died, and the the people who were like, no, I'm gonna keep doing all of those things as max as much as I can possibly do them. Those are the organisms that survived, and that's us. So. It, it, you know, there, you know, people are always like, oh, consumption culture, you know, whatever. We always need the newest thing. Yeah, we do need the newest thing because that's what we're built to need. We're built to need more and more and more and more. That's how it works. Yeah. So that's just what, from evolution, that's just what it is. You can't create a content animal. You literally can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, evolution kind of prevents it. So, you know, what do you do? That's that's uh, that's kind of depressing. But you know, I can I can find a way to, to 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 stay on topic and you know like to lighten the mood a bit. You know, give people a bit of a, some like a warmer feeling <laughs> than what they're probably feeling right now. I feel like every time we, we get to a we get to a point and then we're like, man, this is pretty fucking depressing. Yeah, and I, then I know how to lighten up the mood a bit though. Like, uh, okay, you know. At least, I, at least I feel like you can't like you know sometimes I feel like evolution like sure we, we seek for a purpose we seek purpose but I think I think sometimes I think sometimes like I think there's a freedom in in, in, in being so so like I think there's a certain amount of freedom that comes with not having that much of a purpose <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean like you know, oh a yeah simple purpose you know what I mean because oh yeah because like now you just could do whatever the hell you want and nobody in well, not every, people can tell you're doing your shit wrong, but I'm saying like the universe yeah. can't tell you you're doing your shit wrong because like you know, yeah, <laughs> you're you're completing your most basic function. And I mean, yeah, there isn't a right way to do. It's like having it's like having a car. Sure, you can have a car, but as long as the car takes you A to B, like adding speakers, like you know, putting an entire AI system inside of it, you know, like you know, like making sure it's a convertible. You know what I mean? It's just add-ons. And people yeah, should be happy about Adams. People, people shouldn't be contemplating it. Oh, if my car can't, uh, if, my, if my car can't, like you know, like uh, uh, play, like you know, play a Jay Z song, at, like, like you know, at, like w- with like surround sound speakers, is it really a car? Does it take it from point A to point B? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it is freeing, but it's also kind of you realize that it's kind of constraining too, because there's only a certain, only certain things make us happy only certain things um make us content we you know what i mean it's not it's not that it, you, you could do literally anything and you're thrilled with it you know what i mean so there is a, a kind of like it's it, it varies person to person but but you know god drive the car that goes a to b still has to have speakers that work in a really particular way to to and play really particular music yeah for us to want to do that and we don't determine what that is you know what i mean we don't determine what we like and what we don't like and what we feel about stuff we don't 
that stuff is determined for us. Yeah. So it, it is, it's freeing in, in the sense that, yeah, we're not, we don't have to do, you know, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. But then that leaves you with the question of what do you do? And I don't know. You know, and not, can I, can I, can I get, can I get a bit of like, you know, PBS, uh, Disney channel, like Barney, like, you know, can I, can I put it, can I put in like a, 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 a heartwarming, like message? Sure. Sure. You know, at the end of the day, I think people can really only find purpose in each other. I think trying to find a purpose by yourself on what you, like, you know, by yourself is ultimately fruitless because I think what defines us as a species is, is, is the way we interact with each other. And like you said, to, to reach any, to, to reach farther than, you know, our, our most, like, you know, our most basic of, you know, parts and you know, abilities, it's kind of about working together. And I mean, I don't even mean that, like, working together, like, oh, you scratch my back, I scratch yours, working in a society, like, you know, like, you, you work on this, I work on that. I even mean it in a very personal way, you know what I mean? Um, right. people, some people like to talk about how they're, like, they like being alone and they like, you know, spending time by themselves, especially introverts and stuff like that, you know? They're like, oh, yes, I like spending time by myself. And that's true. But I'm pretty sure even in an introvert's mind or in an introvert's life, they at least have some sort of amount of time, even if it's, like, through talking online or, like, you know, meeting up with friends, that they do spend around people and they enjoy it, as long as it's people they enjoy spending time with. I mean, yeah. nobody likes being... I don't think there's anyone out there that 100% likes being completely alone away from every other human or any form of life <laughs> you know what i mean being yeah, that's why singular uh, intelligent being in in, in their yeah, vicinity that's why isolation is like the worst like like complete isolation is the worst um jail sentence we can give you it's the worst form of and yet people still do it like it's willy-nilly <laughs> you know what I mean? they say they pass out jail sentences like they're like mcdonald's coupons yeah well not that no i don't mean like i don't mean jail sentences in general but i mean like literally like there's ones where you're just in the you're just in the cell completely alone the entire day like forever yeah so and that's terrible for people like that literally drives you we're not built to be alone and that's poetic in its own way but we're not not. we're technically not built to be alone yeah And, and i think i think it was i read something that was sort of like what determines huge part of what determines how happy you are is the number and depth of your social connections basically and i agree on that. so yeah so that's that's just yeah you're right you know i think if you if you if you wanted to have your purpose be to be happy the best we know how to do that we know how to do that and that is to is share you know, share Talk your, with share experiences have have friends talk to them and you know yeah value yeah. your your relationships be, be a happy ha- be a happiness communist <laughs> everybody's happy side sorry i ruined such a philosophical moment with a cheap ass joke <laughs> yeah it's okay <laughs> you know what i mean Sorry, I ruined what what seemed to be like the pinnacle of the conversation. Like everything our, our our conversation have been leading up to. You know what I mean? Ruining it with the most cheapest of overused jokes. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know that the, the whole conversation's been leading up to this. So 
Really? Because we went through a lot of facets of human society to get to this point. Yeah, I, I guess I, I guess we did. Yeah, so I guess much we about did. Purpose that like we we reached to the pinnacle. Like, we reached to the point of where like what even is purpose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. But I, it it felt more random to me. But okay, yeah, I, I believe you. I believe. You. And I, I'm, I guess in I guess in the end, I'm going to say something really controversial. You can't really be happy alone. You really just can't. And when I mean by that, when I mean by that, like I'm not saying you can't be happy. Like, uh, like you know, it could be living out in the wild with like a dog or something. But you at least gonna need a dog. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. at least gonna need some other like form of intelligence. Even though, like, when I say intelligence, I mean like I don't mean like human intelligence. But I mean some sort of an intelligent being around you. Yeah. You know what I mean, nobody, nobody can survive 100% alone. Impossible. That's true. But you know, you know, what's the, you know, you know but you know what? Going into dogs. You like dogs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't own any right now, but I used to have. I used to have a bunch. Yeah. I, I, I watched a video on how like dogs became dogs. And I find it to be like, and like, I find it to be one of the nicest stories ever. You know what I mean? Like legit dogs were just like wolves that would be like hungry during winter, or and then or like or or they'd just be hungry. Just just chill, literally, like they would literally chill outside, like human encampments, and wait until they would fall asleep and just go in and just like, <clears throat> like ransack whatever, like like you know, scraps were left after dinner, you know. <laughs> and then like and then like they just slowly evolved to become like you know, they slowly they slowly evolved to become like less and less afraid of humans. So like <laughs> originally, like you see the wolves like standing like right behind the tree lines, like you know, just waiting, you know, for everybody to go to sleep so they can go in and eat food and then like yeah. slowly like if you go through the generations i, I just had in my head like a, a like a caveman family and then like the generations going by and like in the background you just see the wolves getting closer and closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to the point where like it got to the point where like they're still eating dinner and then like the wolf is just chilling there like in a way enough to, to finish and then like you know and then like you know th- then people started petting them and and of course the way that the way they evolved to be so friendly is because i'm pretty sure any hostile wolf was immediately killed you know but yeah like, you know, so only the friendly ones would, would stay and pass on the friendly genes, even though there's no such thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And no, uh, that's exactly that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and then like you know, and then like just become more friends. And the reason I found out the reason why they like like cats and dogs like being petted so much is because some for some reason it remind like it kind of like it kind of like remind like it kind of gives them like the feeling like of like being licked by another like by another like wolf or not wolf another dog or cat. Which some for some really that helps with bonding. Hmm. Yeah. It's like do we know if do we know if cats are How completely they... domestically bred? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like completely oh, like the, you know, did it was completely different than dogs because dogs dogs were like dogs were like uh, like we we took we took them in out of pity, but then we found a way to weaponize them. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cats That's were the right. We found them a way. We found a way to weaponize them first, and then we took them in out of pity. <laughs> like legit, like the way dog like the way cats worked was like. Like you had wild cats, right? And then like the problem, but this was way, this was way, way down more down the line after than, than dogs. Like this is when humans already found like agriculture. You know what I mean? Like this is when agriculture was already becoming a big thing. Problem was like field mice and stuff that would go in and just like ruin the crops. So like, but then, but then farmers noticed that like when the when the bobcats, not the bobcats, but I'll just give a bobcat. When like you know when these cats, like these prehistoric cats, were around, you know like the the field mice wouldn't be there, and then the crops would grow better, and like or they grow more crops. You know they wouldn't have to worry about these mice, so they just started, you know, they just started like 
making life more comfortable for the cats. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like giving him a proper job. You just plop down like the prehistoric cat in a field. You know, let it run around for a while, and then maybe like they, maybe something <clears throat> leave out like some milk or something. You know, for them to like stay in the area. You know, probably give them some scraps also. They're basically hired. The right. Difference between the dog is that the dog was adopted, the cat was hired. Right. And I think that, I think that I think that shows in like the their personalities as, as animals. You know, like dogs, dogs, dogs are like dogs are probably one of some of the most versatile creatures in the world. Like you can have a dog that can do almost any kind of job, uh, any kind of job to a certain extent. What I mean by that is from a physical sense. <laughs> from a, they can do kind of kind of almost any any almost any kind of manual labor yeah, a dog can produce. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like or any kind of like basic labor, like farming, like when farming, like herding, like you know. Well, yeah, I mean, it could do it could do herding, and that that's that's. I don't think. Um, is there anything else? Oh, they could be used just for war. They could be weaponized. Yeah, yeah. They could be used for entertainment. I guess. I guess. And sometimes they just like we just bred dogs to look weird because we thought it was funny, which is kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Didn't that happen to the bulldog? Yeah, and then there's dogs that were like legit just bred to fun. Like, you see, I see. I agree. Like, I know I agree with people like bad dogs, bad owners. But there are some dog breeds that were literally bred to be fight, like to to fight in like dog pits. You know, what I mean, like gladiator dogs. Those, those are the pit bulls. Pit bulls were really created to fight in like dog gladiator fights. Okay, okay, so okay, I didn't know that. Okay, huh. I think so. I, I don't. I hope no pit bull like fans are gonna come after me. I have. I have no. I mean, this is all on you. I have no clue. I don't know. If, the, exactly <laughs> how we like I said I I bred dogs I, I, I have hundred percent fact I don't I don't fact check everything I say anyway so <laughs> as I was saying say so yeah, like dogs like I said dogs are like dogs really do try to like you know like like you know they, they really are try to be they really do try to be friendly with you and like you know they try to like you know and they, and, they, and most of the time they follow what you say you know what I mean like probably they're probably some of the only animals that like almost like like let's just say like even if it's a badly trained dog forty percent of the time they listen to what you say you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, cat like because because like you know they're living off your like because they feel like I, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to like think like a dog it's because maybe they feel like you know they like you know like oh yeah yeah, yeah he's uh, he's the leader you know what I mean like you know, I'm living in his house let, let, let's let's just follow the rules all right you know what I mean like cats cats know cats act like they've been working the same dead end job for the past a thousand years you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah the cats cats seem like they they they, they do like you know how you know that meme like I hate my boss yeah cats are except their bosses humans <laughs> you know that's I mean? true like, i've never had a cat i've always wanted to like see what it's like to have a cat yeah me too <laughs> me too but like from what i from what i've seen like you know like just very independent creatures because like they're technically freelancers dogs were hired and i actually so I think they're free they're yeah yeah cats. cats are independent contractors yeah, yeah cats. Cats. independent contractors they're freelancers they freelance work you know what i mean like they don't need yeah. people around. That's why. That's I think that's the reason why I feel way worse for stray dogs and stray cats. You know what I mean? Because cats know how to like. There's such like the, cats are probably one of the biggest evasive like after humans. I think cats are also one of the biggest evasive species because they they can survive. They can survive outside just fine. You know what I mean? There's like an entire right. island in. I think there's an entire island in Hawaii that's just a bunch of feral cats that live in the wild. Like cats <clears> are <throat> domesticated and then undomesticated, Ooh. and it did well and they, and they took over an entire island. Wow. So like yeah, they're perfectly yeah. fine. Even living in the streets, cats can forage. They can hunt. You know, dogs are. You know, there's a uh, there's dogs. a shop in um there's a shop in Georgetown where um like you can it's like a cat cafe. Yeah. You can go in there and have whoa, your coffee whoa, 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 and whatever, and there's just cats all over the place. Oh okay, so actual cat. Okay. Okay. Actual. Yeah, like literal, like actual, and you have to pay to be in there. 
Okay. So, actual cat. Um, I was thinking of something else when you said cat cafe. No, no. <laughs> I'm not drinking cats. What are you doing? Huh? <laughs> what did you think? What did you think? Nothing. Nothing. Anyway, okay. moving on. Moving on. But yeah, so you can pay to just chill in there with the cats because there's like oh, there's tons. It's a cute, it's a cute little shop. Imagine someone's suicidal and has like like cat allergies, and it just that's the way they kill themselves. They just go to the cat cafe. I don't know if I don't know if you can die from cat allergies. No, depending if how bad they are, can't you like the cat the cat allergies like suffocate you and you can die of suffocation? Okay, maybe I don't know. I know nut allergies can kill you, but I don't know. If, I don't know if it if it actually is true that cat allergies can kill. You. Because oh. I know I know of people who own cats and they have cat allergies. So like I think it just makes you a little red. I actually don't know. I don't know. Also, so this, we are not fact checking. Not so we can, so, so 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 question. This it's a bit off of a te- like this is a bit like this is off topic, but like. Am I the only one here? What is on topic anymore? <laughs> exactly. Am I the only one here that like thinks that it's impossible that viruses are not living things? So viruses technically aren't well. I, I, so... I, don't, I don't like. I don't. They say technically, technically, technically. Okay, technically, but like for real though. Like you gonna people are gonna they gonna you gonna look at me at a straight face and tell me that a virus is not a living thing, even though it, like it has it, it has purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so it, this is the this okay. This is the thing. It's not that it has purpose. It's not that we have we don't have a you know what I'm completely to say sound what I'm definition to say for what is living. It tries to reproduce. You never seen a, like for an object. You never seen a rock try to reproduce or a chair try to reproduce. But viruses try to reproduce. So what the hell are they? They gotta be alive because only things that are alive try to reproduce. So, okay, so this is going to get really trippy, and I don't know if I can really explain this well, but, okay, okay, so, how we define things, when we say things are alive, I think we we give that too much weight, Exactly. you know what I mean? I think people misunderstand what what that means. Being alive. We're a lot like, like, like robots. You know what I mean? We're a lot like we're a group of normal physical just chemicals put together in a specific way that you know ha- takes an input and then has an output. You know what I mean? Hey, and this is a disclaimer for religious people. You might want to skip like two parts ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean like this is this is just super. This is a very unreligious here, but. Um, but anyway, so so there's not too much that's special here. It's just we sort of work in this way, right? The, the cell, I, I can't even go into it because I, I it's just been so long since I've studied AP bio. But but I, it, it's a it's a very mechanistic process that doesn't like once you go into it, you realize we're far more like machines than we are what we, what we thought. Hmm. Um, and viruses, I mean, viruses, the reason we have a technical definition is because we, don't, we only have a technical definition of life. That's, a, that's it. And our technical definition of life is, is something that can reproduce uh, with only itself or other members of the species. So mm-hmm. a virus is not that because a virus needs a host. It needs a host. So a virus out in the wild without other animals 
just doesn't it just dies it doesn't work so yeah so that, that's that's why we see the viruses turn alive but other i mean otherwise they are i mean like they technically do evolve and they technically do um mutate and, and do do all this other stuff but they need hosts so that's that's why we say they're not alive they don't have their own mechanism to reproduce that makes sense yeah that's pretty much that's it that's why that's why so i hope i have the point about life about living things made sense because it's because i can't explain the 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 sort of yeah because i can't explain the fine like the 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 small yeah it, it it makes it when you can you just see how robotic it is you see how input output it is you know what i mean um so it's 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 tough to explain but but life we just give living things more weight than they really deserve yeah. do we really treat gnats like they're alive we really don't you know what i mean so we really only think of complex life that's all me, we care about the reason why i don't feel bad about gnats or killing gnats is because in my mind those motherfuckers are going literally going those guys are literally going to be dead in the next 24 hours naturally <laughs> you know what i mean it's not, it's not like they have some sort of like you know long like you know long lived life that there was ahead of them if i didn't you know crush them but yeah but i mean even like you know just all the animals that we eat we we do have to kill them first yeah and we're mostly okay with that because they're not us so even when it's us we don't give a fuck sometimes yeah it's kind of sad <laughs> okay tony um i'm uh, you can cut this out later but like we should probably wrap it up i don't know no, actually i'll keep that in but i also yeah we're all gonna have to wrap this up <laughs> um okay i was gonna say i was gonna say um i think to close it off just to add a, a cherry on top of this like conversation that went everywhere to be fair actually out of all my episodes i think this is probably one of the one of the more streamlined 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 episodes where we i don't think we got too off topic compared to the other episodes sure <laughs> so so even if it seems like it so um to close it off i actually wanted to i actually wanted to you know uh retell a very simplified and like shortened down version of the greek creation myth uh for humans you know uh, have you heard of that one no i don't think so I think in the Greek creation myth, the way to describe how they made humans, he made humans, is that they made humans with two heads, four arms, and four legs. Uh, but they were just too powerful, and Zeus was afraid of what they could do with that power. So he cut them in half and created, you know, what we call modern humans. And um, and they say that humans feel an empty feeling inside because they they spend their whole lives trying to find their other half. And I find that somewhat poetic. Yeah, anyway. it is really poetic. Yeah, I like that. Huh. Huh. Anyway, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, if you still are, thank you for uh, for 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 you know staying on this crazy train of purpose. And hopefully, I didn't give you too much existential crisis. And hopefully, I gave you some hope. Yeah, hopefully not too for... much dread because just exactly because yeah. I'm I'm not here to terrify. I'm here to testify. You know <laughs> what I mean? That's what I'm here to do. Right. I'm here to entertain. You know. 
uh, and I'm very I'm very thankful for our, for everybody who listens to this podcast and supports me and my and and my hobby and hopefully you know and, and hopefully this growth be a a, com- a community of some sort uh, and not just any community I don't want it to be just like a like a you know like clout community like a Jake Paul community or something you know where we just where it's like you know it's just a bunch of people doing like you know praising me for doing stupid shit that's that's not what I want that's not what I want out of this community I want I want a community of intellectuals of people who think and feel and you know try to to, to you know to to ponder even the most stupid or the most uh, complex of questions you know what I mean just just having the ability to think I'd like to thank my my guest Sanjay for being on this uh, do you want to plug anything of yours no <laughs> <laughs> no no plugs no, okay okay I'm good um okay so good so no plugs uh, you can follow me on the Tony Talks uh, Instagram uh and um you can, we, we do you we usually do polls and uh, we ask questions about what we can what we can ask for the next episode um we will probably do also do a poll for uh to see um uh like the, the your favorite reoccurring guests we'll, we'll see if we'll do a poll on that and um overall i just hope everybody has a a safe and wonderful uh, time at home and that hopefully whatever is happening in the world is hopefully not too much longer at home but yeah hopefully you're not you're not being affected too harshly and that hopefully you you and your loved ones can recover and uh hopefully we can continue having fun you know with this podcast so uh thank you for everybody for listening and uh have a have a nice uh morning evening or or night wherever you are thanks tony